Yeah, yeah, I, I forgot. Eat some ice. Trevor? It's, uh, yeah, I froze. Computer Trevor? shut off. Trevor, what are you doing? I, I, I've been so frantic all day. Craig, I, I've, I, gotta, I gotta have a drink. I had to call the other side of my house to get some ice brought to me. No, well, that was so scripted and fake and not even done well. Just be stupid like you so normally fun. are. No, so it wasn't. There's no way someone could have came from the other side of the house to bring you ice. We're all drinking. You're not a fucking like, you're not 12 that you should be showing off that you're drinking alcohol on Friday night. Yes. And you're funnier when you're not scripted. You're not funny when you're scripted. You're funny because you're just stupid naturally. All the time. So just be naturally stupid. All the time. That. Okay. Healy, I'm sorry you were rudely interrupted by a guy who got his wife to bring him ice. There we go. I mean, come on. Go on. Ap- apologies for the late start, but, you know, short week this week. You know, we have bye weeks. We got London games. Ten games to break down, so we'll make up some time, certainly. Yeah, this should be a fun week. Should be a good week. Great week for betting and everything here. Mike Constantino, just coming cool. off the steak catch and show. Did you get a little food in your belly before you get live here? I ate very fast, yes, and I have more food waiting, but I don't eat on air. All right, that's good. That's very, very good etiquette. Very good etiquette. And Trevor, are you plentifully filled with ice and alcohol? Yes, I'm ready to go. I'm coming off a wonderful weekend and a great sweat. Unfortunately, it didn't swing my way, but I was in the running for fifty dollars to $100,000 um, uh, to the very end until CMC put that dagger in the fucking old poop shoot with that fourth touchdown. So yeah. let's yeah, you were up. I actually got a text from uh, two people, uh, Scott and one other person saying, hey, one of your guys is at the top of all the leaderboards, and it was you. So, uh, yeah, all the high stakes, you know, $500, you know, those not high, not $5,000 ones. But, uh, yeah, you almost smashed for six figures this weekend. So, CMC. But on the roundtable show, did go on a whole fucking rant telling you play CMC. Now, every show did that, right? It's not hard to say play CMC. A fucking seven-year-old know that. No, no, no. We literally walked you through it, and I said, everyone knows to play him. He's $9,000. You're going to start your lineup with him, and then you're going to do what we all do and take him out, drop down to a Josh Jacobs to bring a, you know, Tank Dell up to a Keenan Allen. That's what you're going to end up doing. Don't fucking do it. Play 100% CMC, and I played 100% Josh Allen, wrote fucking this much in the DFS article on Josh Allen and Diggs, gave it out here, and I said, you can jam in easily Josh Allen, Diggs, and CMC and make that work. With a $2,800 defense, I gave you Ferguson on the show last week, 7 for 70, 3,500. I said he's the only tight end to play. Tank Dell got me a zero, and I think I got a two, and I got another, and still cashed, like easily, way into the cash line. Almost had a big weekend, but unfortunately, two of my guys, Tank Dell and one other, I forget who it was, uh, didn't come through. One of my running backs shit the bed, too. But, um, really, what, what, a good week, I thought. I thought it was a good week. It seems like we all profited, all made money, and uh, let's do it again this week. Yeah, I, I, I concur. It was uh, a good week all around. And I know as a site, we were all very high on, on CMC, as you mentioned. So, you know, having him in there, and then obviously if you, you were able to fit him in some Josh Allen builds um, or some Stefan Diggs builds, then you or certainly uh, were, were set up for success. Yeah, and I think a lot of people ended up, the nut lineups ended up being the Fields DJ Moore CMC builds too. Um, I said in my article, if you put Josh Allen CMC in there, you got a 75-point ceiling. Nope. 90 point ceiling. That's what you ended up getting at it. So, uh, and then digs throughout 40 on top of that. So you basically started your lineup off with 140, 150 points before a fucking any of those three played, which basically probably alone would have put you at the cash line. So, uh, 
So, yeah, good week. Let's get at it this week. Should be a fun week. I'm excited about this. London game not on the board, obviously. Uh, if you sign up at 4Deep, we'll do a little content on that, more bets than anything else. Me and Mike kind of feel it might be a little bit of a trap game uh, over there, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, Healy, where do you want to start? You want to start with weather? You want to start with an overview? Give me something that's not just the actual uh, – not the games themselves, huh? Um, no, we'll, we'll get to game by game, but we'll give me a high level what you think of the slate. Yeah, so this is a, a bit interesting than we've seen so far this season. Obviously, um, we've mentioned as we've gone through some of these slates where the 4 p.m. window of games has been a bit lackluster uh, in most of these weeks. It's a complete opposite this week where I, I don't think there's going to be um, a ton of ownership in that early window, um, at least how it's projecting right now. I think a lot of folks are going to kind of focus on at least two of those games in the afternoon window. You see a couple attractive, you know, 52, 55 nice point totals. Game, game. Yeah. So a lot of the ownership is going to be there. So, you know, normally the way you, you can play it is if you have guys in that window, you can kind of pivot and, you know, get a little different at 4 p.m. Um, so construction will certainly matter this week, given a lot of the ownership is going to be in the afternoon window. So, uh, just something to think about as you start to build your lineups this week. Which sucks for me because I have I like to wait three or four weeks to compile the data like you guys do, right? You don't want to compile data off one week. So now we're at the point where we got, you know, a quarter of the season done. Uh, one of the data pieces, Nick the Champ in our chat, who's fucking phenomenal with all this stuff. Like I could just tell him, hey, I need this. And he just has it in a day. It's, I don't even know how. He's a genius. But um, that seems probably normal to most of you, to a Neanderthal. That seems hard. This stat that I have right here, Mike, you want to pay attention to this for, uh, for betting. No, for betting too. I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm looking down. The 1 p.m. games have been going under at 58.8 percent this year. Okay, which is normal. The league has been trending to unders a lot. The 4 p.m. games, Mike, 74 percent to the over. You know, it's almost so the, like one of those red and black roulette things. I mean, they're really is it though? correlated. Yeah, I mean. I don't you know, know if it is. Uh, they're different games every week, different teams every week. I mean, I get it. But so I, when I you get like to 75%, I think you're outside that level of randomness. At 60%. Uh, it's more yeah. trend, though. I don't like betting trends like that when they're yeah. unrelated. Like, oh, well, Philly hasn't beaten Washington in, you know, 32 of the last 34. It's like, well, guys, it's a decade ago. Um, yeah, I, I, about I get three it. Weeks ago. I, I get it, but I, I'm not a I'm not a buyer. So it is something to keep an eye on. Something I want to focus on the rest of the year. Obviously, I'm not going to just go bet all the overs at four o'clock, but it is something to keep an eye on uh, and see. Seventy five percent. So now we're getting a lot of action in that four p.m. slate too. Let's see if that holds. Uh, this will be a week where it should. Let me ask you a question. Could it have something to do with weather? Because a lot of those late start games are out on the West Coast. I mean, could that be? I mean, well, no, not that we're having bad weather. Could have, it has, could have a lot to do with schedule. Well, we had a bunch of rain weeks, you know, this this year so, so far. Yeah, I don't want to spend too much time on it, but it could be a lot to do with scheduling. They're scheduling yeah. maybe more impactful games at that point. They schedule duds on Monday night every time. And the Monday night games right now are fucking going under at 82%. So, you know, I mean, when you put Desmond Werner and Zach Wilson after the window all year, like it sucks, right? There's no points. It sucks. <laughs> Let's get to the games. <laughs> Zach Wilson's going off this week. Houston, Atlanta to start it off. Let's get back right back to Desi Ritter. I think this game, Haley, is sneaky. This game has a low total on it. I know Atlanta likes to run the ball, but we do have a pace up situation here for Houston. I told you guys before the show, I got to slip out for one minute. I'll be right back in a second. But, Healy, start us off here with Atlanta and Houston, and I'll be back in one second for you. Yeah, I know we've kind of been targeting or talking about Houston 
quite a bit to start the season. Um, Stroud has looked fantastic thus far. Um, really, you know, 10 times the quarterback Desmond Ritter is, in, in my opinion. But, uh, you know, he's got some two, two weapons that are fun to play in D, uh, DFS with Tank Dell and, and Nico Collins. Um, but this week against this Atlanta team, I'm not going to be on Stroud as prices continue to rise and deservedly so, but um, just a little bit of a tough matchup. I, I expect this game to be slower. Uh, Atlanta can't really hit a home run and have a big splash play via the air. It's going to have to come via Bijan Robinson. Um, yeah, it's tough to bank on those big explosive runs uh, to really make a game shoot out. It's, it's more so when the passing attacks are going to go off. So for me in this game, um, I'm kind of leading with the running games. And it's not just the Atlanta side with Bijan. I don't mind some Damian Pierce here. Uh, snap rates uh, have increased throughout the season, um, which has been an encouraging sign. And I expect this game to be played a little bit more uh, from a neutral game script. So I think they can continue to uh, kind of pound the ball, uh, stay in this game. Um, but I think it's a, a more of an under game for me. I like Pierce and I like Bijan Robinson. Okay. I was leaning a little bit towards the over here. Mike, what are you looking at? You know, something to point out, which is tricky. I mean, well, a couple of things first. First off, Atlanta has a monster advantage in the trenches. You know, their offensive line grades out the best in the NFL this week in the run game, and they're they're really good grade, fifth best in the NFL in the passing game. So on paper, it looks like they should be able to control the line of scrimmage and move the ball, but not busting your balls about Ritter. I'm just not a Ritter guy. Um, and it's scary because they have so many weapons and talent around them and waiting for it to go. But I'm, I, I like Bijan Robinson. I've been on him almost every week this year. I have him in season long. Three out of his four games, he scored over 20 DraftKings points. Uh, if anybody's going to get those receptions, I do think it's him in the short game. You know, I don't think you could even touch a Pitts or, or a London until things get right there. But something else I want to point out is this line. I mean, what a what a move on this line. I mean, the line opened Falcons three and a half, and now it's down to one and a half, um, which is a little surprising. because The, the Ritter National TV show. Um, but on the Houston side, I mean, Stroud, again, I mean, he's 6,000 again on DraftKings. I mean, he's putting up numbers. And then you compare him with one, if not two, of those receivers. I'm a Nico Collins guy. I've been playing him, although I did play him the week Tommy gave him uh, gave me Dell and got lucky. This week, I think it's a little sneaky. Um, Dalton Schultz. You know, here against the Falcons, I mean, the Falcons are 29th, as you see on DraftKings, against the tight end position. They usually give up the underneath to the tight ends and the pass-catching running backs. So that's one way to tackle them in a dome environment at 3,400. And Schultz has been quiet this year. He did score 13.2, uh, but that was only on three targets, you know, last week. So I like Dalton Schultz, and I like Bijan Robinson the most, and I don't mind Stroud. And uh, Nico Collins. And if I was right. going to Stroud lineup, I would double stack it. Collins sure. and Schultz. Very simple here. I'm playing uh, upside. Uh, I really am going to be paying down for tight end. And I think when you talk about potential breakout game, it's going to happen one of these weeks. I I'm going to have Pitts in a lineup or two. Uh, 3,300. Hey, all it takes is one. We saw the one he missed last week. He catches that. He smashes. Or two weeks ago, he smashes. So I, I'm I'm putting a lot of eggs in pits this week. I think he's going to win me some money. Thirty three hundred. You can't go wrong. All you need him to do is do something. Uh, I like the Ferguson last week. The thirty five hundred. The upside there. 
I'm going right back to Tank Dell here. It's not going to be a big play. Might not even be on my main lineup, but I'm just looking from an ownership perspective, Healy. I would Nico Collins and Tank Dell are just going to take turns, it looks like. That's basically what's been going on. They're the same talent. Nico Tank Dell has better talent, right, than Nico Collins. Nico Collins is just a little more experienced and been a little more consistent. But, Healy, what do you think the ownership difference on those two is? Because they're the same uh, player, and you're going to get one at half the ownership, I would imagine. Right now, uh, just again, just based on price, Tank Dell is projecting to be around 12%, and Nico Collins around 8%. So Nico's pretty close. less after last week? It's projecting right now. Yeah, a little. He it's just cheaper, right? 68. Well, but not much, though. It's like 800. Yeah. Wow. I, think that, I think that shifts a little bit. And when you start to get to single entries and stuff, I can't. Do you think Dell's a little too touchdown reliant though to get there? Where Collins is no, I mean, not really because he got 17 17 targets, he was playing a shit ton of snaps. Um, last week he had three targets, you know, it was just an aberration, just a weird game. They won 30 to six, too. So obviously, they're not going to be pushing the ball upfield. Pittsburgh couldn't move the ball, it killed the whole fucking game flow. But, um, no, he had 17 targets and 12 catches in those two games prior, so. Uh, but he does have more big play upside than Nico Collins. That's the one thing I would say. So I do like tanking this. I do like everything you guys said. I'm not going to repeat it. Don't like Ritter as a play. Don't like any of the quarterback. I like Stroud as a play. He was my sneaky play last week. But I do like the Ritter prop over 179 and a half. He's better than you saw in the first half of last game. That was an aberration. I don't know what the fuck that was. That'll never happen again. 26 yeah. and 0. 26 and 0 at home as a starter in his football career. Falcons minus 130. The end is near for Ritter. It is not near, you fucking idiot. Are we making the bet or what? Are we making the bet? Are we making the bet? I mean, I mean, this this could be it. All right, we're making a bet. This could be Heineke. You got to do double down and get paid. What do we want? (laughs) You got to double down and someone else just sit here and not pay to 500. That's great. I'm good for me, but I'm giving you chips. I keep reminding you. Let's go. Let's double down. Double or nothing. The man code. I I, I need Jerry. You want the Ritter 180? Uh, I don't. I don't have my number up for Ritter in front of All me. Right. So. All right, let's go to Carolina, Detroit. Um, obviously, we got some injury news here that we have to talk about before we start through with the Sun God, Mons oh, Ross St. Brown. My baby looks like he's not going to play this week. That's going to be very unfortunate. And we have another explosive weapon that is being completely underutilized. People are saying they're not using Gibbs at all. No, they're still getting twelve touches. That's something. So when we were talking on a stay cash and show, it said Gibbs may be out too. Who cares? He's not. That's important. 12 touches is important when you're averaging fucking like six yards a touch. So they may be without Gibbs and Amon Ra. That becomes a very slow football team there. Reynolds is questionable. Jamison Williams is questionable. Everyone's going to be on this team in Survivor. I'm telling you right now from a betting perspective, be fucking careful. Don't touch this game. Don't play it as your Survivor pick. Go with the Miami and what everyone else do it. But from a DFS perspective, Healy, let's assume Amon Ra is out. Where are we going here? Uh, I mean, you got to like Laporta. Uh, you know, I, I think all, he's the safest the option. Um, even at 5K. Yeah, I mean, that's obviously a lot to pay for a tight end. I don't think it, I think that's low right now for him. Well, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, especially if I'm on. It's Ra a lot out, for a tight end, but when I'm on Rye out, 5K, I'll, gobble, gobble. Yeah, let me get that. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we got to see, like, is Jamison in? What kind of. News do we get? Is he going to be on some type of pitch count? Um, I had one obviously, catch in four games last year. Are we really worried about him too much? I mean, yeah, but if oh, if you, the, oh you're he, saying Jamison as a play, not to hurt? Yeah, Laporte. yeah, exactly. Oh, I thought exactly. you were talking about. Yeah, not. I mean, Laporte is going to be like, no, Laporte is gold. Uh, yeah, Laporte is very, that. very strong play. Um, My bad on that. No. 
David Montgomery is a strong play here. You know, Carolina really hemorrhages uh, via the ground. He's he's the bell cow. Um, they they really trust him in pass protection. He's getting everything around the goal line. He's got a great nose for the. He gets in uh, when he gets opportunities down there. So hard to uh, to argue against David Montgomery in this matchup. I mean, you could say if Amran draws out, they're going to sell out to really stop the run, which uh, you know could could open things up. That's where I would like a Jamison Williams if he's in there um, as just a big play, big splash yeah, yeah, play okay, option at four yeah, K. Four K. I wish he was thirty three hundred. I mean, the guy's had one catch in the last two years. Why is he four K? But okay, fine. And then on the the Carolina side for me, you know, with Young under center, they're just struggling to put up points. Like I think they're like sub 15 points. Um, This line's defense, very stingy. Uh, I I think it's going to be a tough spot. And uh, Adam Thielen, full PPR site's the only guy I'm really even going to consider this week. Yeah, I don't think there's a big play upside against this line. Again, I respect them. Um, He'd be the one guy I consider from the Panthers this week. Yeah, the only thing is exactly what we said last week. You know, you're going to need eight, seven, eight catches to get the value, but he did it. You know, seven for 70 or whatever he got. Um, Mikey, what do you like? Anything? My favorite play in the game is Montgomery. I mean, outside of the obvious, I mean, the bell cow, but the eye test, man, he fucking, he's running hard. He's hitting the hole. Looks and skinny. Yeah. Tom said the key word, too. He's pass blocking very well. And, mm-hmm. that, and that sometimes makes the decision for a running back to play even over a faster, more talented running back. I think another thing here with Amon Brown. St. Brown uh, banged up. I mean, it does reduce the target tree, so we could go Laporta here at 5,000. He looks the deal, man. He looked like a fucking Gronk running down the, the seam in the last couple of games I saw. Goff likes him. So I, I do like Laporta here, and I like uh, Montgomery on the Lions side. I think a sneaky defense. Hi, Ilya, I'd love to know the projected ownership on the Lions. I mean, because they're a little pricey at 3,800, but two double-digit weeks in a row. They're very good against the run, which is going to force Carolina like to pass here. And, I mean, Hutchinson's a fucking beast. Before and he'll even go. On the back end um, as well, I think they're sneaky. So I might like Montgomery, Laporta, and a little defense combo cooking up there. And then on the Carolina side, I think the quarterback sucks. Um, I, I'm, I'm really not a fan at all there. So it's hard to like the receivers. But if it was anybody in this dome environment versus a familiar opponent, it would be Adam Thielen who's, you know, putting up the numbers, putting up the volume, but I don't necessarily have to get the feeling, but I'm going to have a lot of Montgomery and Laporta this week. Yeah, Laporta's the play. Um, well, I think you play 10-point home favorite, running back three, you know. And they're not going to win by 10. Yeah, this is going to be a trap. This is going to be a little trappy here. This is a little bit weird. I wouldn't, I wouldn't overanalyze the game flow on this game. Um, Laporta, you could – Condensed usage, right? Laporta, yeah. Laporta, Laporta, you could play in the flex. Um, you don't need to play him at tight end. You could play him in the flex. He's putting up flex numbers. He's a flex type talent. I told you guys before the season started, I'm glad to see everyone agrees now in this game, Bryce Young is the worst quarterback I've ever seen go first overall in the history of the NFL. And it's looking like that. And Sam Laporta is a top five tight end by the end of the year. We did his prop every week. We played him in DFS every week. This is a guy who can go get you eight for 84 and a touchdown and pay flex value. So if you need to save money, you could put a 3,200 punt with a Laporta for five, and now you could jack up the rest of your lineup, Healy. Um, I also think what Mike said, I love Detroit defense. I think it's a great seasonal add, too. They're available almost everywhere. I added them in four seasonal leagues. If they're still out there, get them. 3,800's a haul. They're not going to be over a high percentage. That's too high a price for them to be chalked. So they are probably the chalk play, but they will not be chalk owned. 
So everyone's going to tout them. No one's going to play them. Kind of like what we said with McCaffrey last week. So I like it, Mike. I think you could take a shot there if you got the extra money. I see Healy nodding. It seems like he agrees that they're going to be low owned. So Trev, you have a sneaky play here and then I'll start the next game off with you. No, I just want to get in for two seconds on the why. So you're looking to differentiate. Well, a great way to differentiate, and a lot of people don't do it, is to play two tight ends. So if Laporta fits into that flex spot, you go two tight ends, they, they get you 20 points. You've differentiated yourself from a lot of people. A uh, number of times I've seen lineups with two tight ends win. So mm-hmm. I just yeah, wanted to flex. It was a thing for a while. And the, the thing you got to make sh- make sure of, Healy, you don't just play two tight ends. You got to play two tight ends who have some upside, right? Like, you're not just going to go play, like, guys that fall into the end zone to hit value. You need a Ferguson. You need a Laporta. You need someone like that that can get you to a, 20. A Pitts. Yeah. Their Pitts is fine, too. Yeah. At 3,300, you're looking for anyone in there who's got a little upside. Right. So, um, I, I like that build this week. And keep in mind, last week, if you did that, that's how you got to CMC, Diggs, and Josh Allen easily with the two tight ends. I backed off it, would have won about $20,000 if I did it. Uh, let's go to the next game here. Trevor, starting off with you. Tennessee, Indianapolis here. Jonathan Taylor looks like he's going to be back saving Tommy G's seasonal teams across the universe, or he's going to be out. Which is it, Healy? Is he in or is he out? Because I saw in he's before, out. and now he's I see out on DraftKings, but I don't think that's right. The last report I saw was that he was going to be in. Yeah, uh, I for, see out on DraftKings. That's wrong. He's not Officially, out. So four hours ago, officially listed as questionable. Yeah, he's not out. That's a mistake on DraftKings. Um, I would agree. Yeah, that's a mistake. That's not true. Uh, So hopefully that leads a lot of people to Zach Moss, maybe, if they see it. But um, what do we like here, Trevor? Let's assume Taylor's in on a limited snap count. Maybe he gets eight carries, ten carries. Um, Not the sexiest game here, but anything you like out of this game, Trevor? Uh, yeah, I, you know, I've heard a lot of people talking about downs. That's great. That's fine. He's 3,700. I think he's going to be chalky, uh, chalky, uh, cheap guy. So because of that, I really like Pittman. Uh, I, I think Pittman's yeah. due for a monster game. Uh, Richardson has been hitting him late in games, not early. Maybe they get him going early in this one. And honestly, I think Richardson's in play for his rushing ability. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Tennessee's got a good defense. They're going to be rushing the pasture. It's going to move him around the pocket. So he's going to have to take off down the field. So I think Richardson, um, I think, could be a sneaky play as well. I, I, I like this game a little bit. I, I I like Richardson a lot here, Haley. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with him. Um, it's just – it's a little different for the quarterback. But this run, they really just shut down the run uh, so well. So I, I like the fact that if you're going to play him to pair him, where he's a, normally a quarterback you can consider playing naked just because of his rushing upside. But I think this is a spot if you play Richardson, you want to you do want to pair him uh, with a pass catcher because I think he will rack up uh, a good amount of passing yards in this one. I think this makes for like – this isn't going to make my main lineup, neither Richardson or Pittman. But I like what Trevor said. This makes for a really interesting GPP tournament because once we get the news that – Taylor's in, which I think we're going to get. That's going to pull everyone off Pittman. It's going to pull everyone off Richardson because they're going to – and Taylor may not even fucking touch the field. We don't know how much involvement he's going to have. That's a great matchup as well. I, I yeah, mean, it's a sneaky GPP snack, this. stack yeah. in this one. Yeah, it's a sneaky. This isn't a main lineup play, but this is definitely a sneaky. So Richardson's 7K too. I don't know if a lot of people are going to feel comfortable pulling the trigger on a 7K guy uh, in a game like this with a total at 42. So – a little sneaky opportunity here uh, in this game. Mike, anything you like here? I know we'll move You guys on. said the names that I was looking at. Only Richardson, maybe only Pittman. Um, 
I just, you know, you don't really need to play everything from every game. I mean, yeah. so like even looking at Hopkins, who should get some burn. I mean, at 5,700, not really interested in it. I just don't see it here, guys. So it's either Richardson or Pittman together or maybe a naked Richardson, 7,000, but that's it. Okay, cool. All right, let's move on. Start with you, Mike, on the next game. Miami and the New York Giants. I know you're a big fan of the Dolphins and their speed. You love this. You think they're going to win by a hundy, probably. What are we doing here? Are we playing HN? Are we playing fucking Hill, Waddle? We just got Claypool there. I don't know if he's going to see the field, if he's ready yet. Got a lot of opportunity here. You know, I mean, yeah, I mean, take your pick, right? I mean, I wouldn't imagine anybody in this game, especially on the Dolphins side. I mean, the Giants have looked terrible. I mean, especially here I am in the New York market and just following everything and they look dysfunctional and, you know, kind of looks like they're losing each other too, like the coaches and players and, you know, people are saying shit on the defensive side. I mean, fighting with the fans, they're a little bit of a dumpster fire and it's really tough to come off of what they look like and then go into Miami, who's opposite. They're coming off a fucking loss, a beating to the Bills. So they went from one extreme of putting up 70 at home on Denver and then, you know, go play a huge game and it goes to show them, you're just not there yet, right? We had the Patriots for all those years. Now the Bills kind of took over and then the Dolphins score 70 and they go in there and they got fucking humbled. So I like that hungry team and a bounce back spot at home, but you know, it's nothing genius. I'm saying they're 10 point favorites. I just don't see how the Giants could even stay with them at all. And what I mentioned on stay cashing today is if you are going to play any chunk of the Dolphins, whether it's a teaser or even lay the 10 or 11, you got to play the over too, because I mean, the Dolphins can not only do it themselves, but you're buying low on the Giants, you know, coming off a bad performance with three points. So I kind of like the Dolphins and the over here and mix and match in any pieces. You know, it sounds foolish to say like Tua and Hill and Waddle and whatnot, but Tommy mentioned A-Chain. And I don't want to feel like I'm chasing and I didn't have him last week, but he's so explosive that even though he's getting limited carries and limited touches, they're ripping off for 40 yards, 30 yards. So, I mean, there's just so much to watch for on this team. And if you do want a piece of it, it's not a bad way to go at a Shane at 6,100. I think he's going to get more and more, you know, usage there. And on the giant side, it's tough to do anything, man, on the giant side. So I'm going to sit that one out. I mean, if anything, I don't think Waller, anybody's going to own Waller, right? At 5,400, it's a decent Not after matchup. what's happened last week to everyone's Decent problems. matchup against Miami. I do think the Giants are going to score a little. And if it's going to come from somewhere, maybe I think Waller would be sneaky. Healy, if you know the percentage on that. I'm gonna it's going yeah, to be low. It's gonna be low. You don't even need to look it up. It's three, yeah, if not, percent. I guess A-Chain just because of the price. A-Chain's going to be under 20, I think. Healy. Expl- for a GPP standpoint. No, A-Chain uh, is projecting to be the highest owned player on DraftKings. Really? Well. What, is, wow. what is it? Like 30, 30 to 35%. That's funny because the free square on this game, I think there's another player on here who should be 30% too. And Wondell Robinson, how the fuck is he $3,000? Yeah, he's the best, I mean, he's the best play he, on the board. Yeah, yeah. he's a clear, yeah. strong value play this week. He kind of worked into that. He's taking over, right? We're seeing some Hodges, some some guys just kind of get start to get phased out of that offense. He's at least talented. Um, no, he, really, he's got fucking getting targeted, dude. He's getting handoffs too. He's getting there. Six targets at three k. Well, mean, yeah, yeah. And so he's, he, and he's got upside. So I'm saying he's right there with a chain. So a chain's projecting at thirty percent. Wandell Robinson's projecting at like twenty eight. As the smaller the field, the higher dollar buying you go, Robinson will be the highest owned player. Yeah, he'll crack 50%, 50% in a lot of yeah, times. He's made of glass, though. He gets hurt every fucking time That's I ever true. bet on I mean, listen, $3,000 is free. It's a free player. 
and you have a free player who's dynamic and athletic. We don't need to beat a dead horse because, it, but he's way more worth. I'm fine fading a chain at 38%. I'm not okay fading Juan Robinson at 50%. Yeah, I mean, and I, I, I will, think it, but I'm scared of that. Like, even a 12 right there pops off the rest of your lineup. If he's chalky, though, would you still like it? Like, no, all in because he, he, he allows me to get CMC, allow, not, well, you know, whoever you're looking for on these slates, Justin Jefferson, whatever it is. But he allows me to get to the guys. I know, I know CMC is not on the slate, but he allows me to get to the Jeffersons in the hills. So I'll just take the free square, cross it off, take half the field who doesn't have them, and go beat them with the rest. So. Tough to not play him, Healy. What about Danny yeah. Dimes this week? No, Back against the wall, getting slaughtered in the New York market. How about a Danny do Dimes and Waller? Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even say it. I don't want people to hear it. Flyer, maybe not, no, no, because he's not reading the line. He's broken. It's bad. And no one performs in Miami anyway. But he got sacked 11 times. I mean, I think he's it's getting bad. so – Yeah, but why, I ask a question. Everybody's all over Danny Dimes, not for nothing. The guy's under pressure on every fucking play. Mike, I did a whole yards. thing on TikTok. I did a whole thing on TikTok about it. Five of those were his fault. Six, God, six, I mean, maybe seven I mean, of those were his fault. Take a three-step he, drop. He, yeah, yo, he takes a three-step drop and then he drops two more steps. That's why oh, he I saw your thing. He should run the lane. Yeah, he's got fucking got that lane all day. He should run for a buck forty. He's an idiot. His eyes are too close. Together. No one's gonna own them. No his one's gonna own them. No one's gonna own them because he's gonna score three. His eyes are too close together. He can't see the tackles. That's the problem. You know what I said? He looked like he looks like a character from like the Sunday Funnies, like a pencil drawn like, like a character. cartoon character. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what else do we like? Who's our favorite play from this, Healy? Outside of the Wandale A-Chain we spoke about. Give me your feelings on A-Chain and then tell me what else we're doing. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue um, how explosive he looks. But at, at that ownership percentage, so and if they're going to continue to like split – like, why wouldn't you consider some Raheem Mostert in some large field tournaments? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen him explode for touchdowns just two weeks ago, right? I mean, he also went for four touchdowns. Um, certainly think A-Chain's going to still be the the primary back, but if you think the Dolphins are going to wax him here, are they going to leave their young stud running back in the game? I'm not so sure. Um, same at the receiver spot. Jalen Waddle, he's overpriced. I get it for his production, 7,500. But he's going to be sub 2% this week. So everyone's going to pay for Hill, which makes sense. Um, but you're going to have Waddle sitting there at, at 2%. I think he makes for a pretty uh, interesting tournament play this week. How much did we pay for Christian McCaffrey last week? Almost 10K? 8,800, I think. No, 94. Was over nine. Was I think 95. it was, yeah, it was 94, 92. I had him in the lineup. It was like wow. 94, 95. Wow. I'm going to tell you something right now, Haley, which is going to sound probably crazy. But I think this is the move. I think the move right here in this game, I think this game can end like 50 to seven, right? Like this game could get ugly, ugly in this spot. I'm playing a chain and Mostert. I'm paying 12 grand for my running back position. And I'm going to go out there and not give a fuck who scores it. I don't think Tua has to throw. I don't think they want Tua to throw in situations like this. We've already seen a game in week three where a chain went for 54 points and Mostert went for fucking 45 points, right? So that's 90 between the two of them. Basically, to get this, I'm going to need about 50 points out of these two combined, right? I think we get it easily. I think you're looking at 35 carries between the two of these guys in this game. And A-Chain only needs 10 to hit 20, 30. I don't, I don't hate that. I, what do I you think, Healy, of avoiding Tyreek, avoiding Hill, avoiding the whole thing, and just hope this is – the Giants are like, like one of the worst teams against the run, too. What do you think? Is that is that crazy? Because that is my main lineup build right now, only because when I'm looking at the rest of the guys – on the slate, 
you know, and I'm sitting there going, all right, there's no CMC on this slate. You know, Barkley's questionable. Do I want Bijan? I don't know what the game flow is going to be. I don't really want Henry on the road in this spot. You know, Kyron Williams is in it. But now we're getting down to like 6K guys. So I'm I'm not worried about a fucking CMC or some of these top backs blowing the fuck up. I think we're going to have a lot of fit. David Montgomery, obviously, is one that makes it tough. I think it's a safe week to do this, Bri. Well, I will say safe, but I mean, you, you just need the game script well, I mean, to go safe, as, you, right? as like, you're predicting. The, what's the worst case scenario for the Everyone go right now. Miami running game. Let's assume they get all of it. What's the worst case scenario? How many yards and how many touchdowns? 102, 101. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I'd say, probably probably buck, higher than that. Right? Buck, buck 50 and one between the two of them. Like that, that's, that's the probably... absolute floor of 20. And you spelt, spent 12K. You're still probably almost a 2X when you count receptions and shit. I mean, these guys catch the ball too. Your worst case scenario on this is 2X, Sealy. Your worst case scenario is 2X. Yeah. I mean, you're not winning. Your upside GPPs, is 7 But there's a, there's a lot. And it's. But you how... don't want that. I'm just saying your upside's 7X. Yeah. And, and again, you're playing into a what is perceived to be a very popular game, but you're doing it in a contrarian way. Contrarian so way to play to get a piece of Miami. Yeah. Yep. I'm doing it. Fuck it. Before um, you move on, I just want to add one more thing to that. Cause I, I just, I'm building lineups as we talk. I like to just see how they go. And I love what you just said there, but here's the other part too. A lot of those points for Moster and a Shane came when the other team was dejected and they're just so the fat. The Giants are dejected. Yeah, I'm saying you put your head down, they're fucking gone. Yes. So the Giants are in such a low spot yes. right now. If they come out and play hard in the first half and then, you know, they kind of quit almost and start infighting, these guys can rip off, you know, a 4-2-40, fume, 80 yards, 80 yards. So, Tommy, I don't hate that at all. I mean, I love dude. Let me, let me look at it this way and let's spend a second on this because this is a, a risky move. Let's say you didn't do this, right? Healy, give me – let's say you spent the same amount of money. Let's say you spent 12-3 at running back, right? I'm going to give you Montgomery at 6,600. And maybe like a who do you like best out of this group? Nixon, Kamara, Swift, Moss, Connor, like, Madison. I like Brees Hall for cheaper. What are you talking? Oh, I about? like Brees Hall a lot. <laughs> Brees Hall, Brees Hall. I like Brees like Hall a lot in this game. All right. So so all right. So let's do that. Let's go Montgomery and Brees Hall. Yeah, it's twelve thousand verse verse Miami's rushing total. Hmm. And keep in mind, you're going to get the receptions. Uh, Montgomery really doesn't catch the ball much, and Brees will catch a little bit. But you're getting all the running back production from Miami versus Montgomery yeah. and Brees Hall, who would be my play, Healy. I would actually probably go with those two guys. Those would probably be my – so that's Herman. your decision. What do you guys think? Who you guys want? You want Montgomery and Brees or every Miami rushing yard and touchdown? I mean, just because the Jets involved somehow. I, right, I it's – the There's one reason I want Montgomery and Brees. You know what scares me? Is Tyreek Hills told us all what he's going to do this year. So, yeah. I mean, listen, Montgomery. Yeah, that's Brees what scares are, me. Montgomery. Be a, Brees be a porn are, star? What did he say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna to be a porn star. He's going to go a porn star. So now when we look at it here, now when we look at the ownership, Healy, eight chain, let's put him at 35, right? And let's put Mostert at five. We're looking at 40% total ownership. We're probably looking at Monty at 30 if Gibbs is out at maybe 40. And Brees is probably going to be 20, right? Yeah, I have, I have Brees at 21 and, and Montgomery at 20. So, it, I mean, dead on, like cumulative ownership-wise. Yeah, so listen, it's it's we're kind of torn, right? It's close, and you're on a complete different build than, than everyone there. Um, the beauty of this, too, is you're secure from an injury. 
right? Montgomery gets yeah. hurt, your fucking lineup's fucked. Moster gets hurt, it's all A-chain. A-chain gets hurt, it's all Moster, right? So you're, you're basically injury-proof at running back. So I'm doing it. Let's see how it works out. Let's go to the next game. Um, New Orleans, New England. What do we like here, boys and girls? Sealy, start with you. Fucking nothing at all, yeah, man. Okay. This, uh, I mean, the, the Pat's secondary is, like, extremely banged up, but – I mean, Carr didn't look like he could throw the ball down the field. Again, this By the way, let me, like- just, let me just stop you because there was a great point from Brad, and then we're going to lose it in the chat. Brad said, I think you throw Miami defense into that build too. Not a bad opinion, obviously, there, if if we're going to get the fucking maximum upside. Yeah, play. I like the Lions at the same price, though. Yeah, I no, played with that. No, too. no, he's saying for the correlation, for yeah. the if it is going to be a 50-3 to three type game where they're going to run the fucking ball like crazy. Uh, not, a, not bad input there. Sorry, Haley, carry on. Yeah, I was going to say this uh, with Carr at quarterback, like we saw, like he wasn't willing to even try to push the ball down the field. Like if Winston was here, I'd have some interest. But with Carr under center, um, you know, Kamara might catch a, a ton of dump offs like he did last week, but Pats could still stop the run. Um, this game's in New England, but New England can't move the ball. They're too slow. Um we saw them bench their quarterback last week. So a ton of disarray there. This game, for the most part, is just a complete cross-off for me. I told you guys last week that Dallas was going to beat them by 100. I mean, this Patriots team is so much worse than people realize, Mike. It's really bad. It's so slow offensively. It's a really bad offense. I just don't know if there's anything you can go here. I think you could look to the Saints, you know, at 3K against this offense, you know, getting down, save a little bit of money. This is a team that's got – can has – you know, four or five sack upside potential could shut a team out realistically. Don't love that they're on the road, but what do we like here? Olave, probably the biggest disappointment in the whole NFL last week outside of Keenan Allen. Don't know what the fuck that was with that performance, but anything it like Derek Carr. It was Derek Carr. Can't but Derek Carr played in the first two games and Olave did good. I mean, like, yeah, but it, fun- it, it, guy had a broken shoulder. He shouldn't have played. It should have been Winston. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, honestly, I, I think the Patriots are a broken team, too. And last year, we identified the Packers and Bucks as broken teams, and we saw it throughout the year. I mean, they just look dysfunctional. There's, again, infighting, question the coach, question the cornerback, injuries all throughout the defense. But the one thing with Belichick, though, they just when you count them out, or he does something crazy. Like, even, like, years ago, he designed the play that the league had to address when he put the linemen out. And then most recently on the, the field goal block, the guy in motion down. Like, you just never know what to get with him. So it takes me off of, like, any Saints, meaning like I just don't have any desire to play them on the road in New England. If anybody, it's going to be Kamara, who got fucking 14 targets, 13 catches, pure volume standpoint. And I got to imagine he's not going to be high-owned at that price point of 6300 on the road in New England. So he would be my only look there at all. What is he? What is he? Is he popular? I think it'll be pretty popular. Yeah, Kamara is uh... – it, he's in that twenty percent range. Really, I'd yeah. rather all the running backs we mentioned earlier: Brees Hall, Montgomery, and both Dolphin running backs. Before that, and they're all cheaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now he's going to be up there because the PPR site on DraftKings and, like Healy said, Carr shouldn't be playing. This is, he's not not throwing it downfield because he sucks. He's not throwing it downfield because he can't. He so, anyway. yeah, but guess what? You give me ten catches for thirty yards, I'll take that. Right, fucking now, yeah, from yeah. running back at six. Yeah. He gets two X value right there. Let me ask you, Tommy, who do you take out of him, Hall, Montgomery, and the two Miami? I would honestly. Where do you rank playing, them? I think the six K running back position, which is the reason why I like the A chain Mostert thing, 
Uh, I think the 6K running back position, when you go from like even the Pachecos of the world up to the Karen Williams, when you get up into that, I think that's where everyone's going to live right there. And I think they're all great. I think Kamara is a great play. I'd, I'd just be a little bit worried that Carr's healthier this week, and maybe he doesn't have to do that this week, and you end up walking out with a 6,300 Kamara who's getting four catches instead of 14, Healy. So, yeah, I think Kamara's the guy that we'll see in smaller tournaments. Yeah. So less entries or you know the, the higher stakes. He'll be higher owned. I don't think he yeah. has the ceiling. That some of these he's other guys the have, but he certainly has the floor. Like there's going to be those targets, going to be the receptions, but I don't see him running for three touchdowns against this against Belichick no, and, and, in New and England. You're, ba- you're, ba- you're banking on nine nine catches, right? Yeah. Like you're banking on just card dump downs uh, and all that. But it's it just it's not sexy for me. Like taking the Miami running game is sexy for me. Taking Brees Hall and you know it's sexy. Like these are plays that I think can go for 30, 40. I want upside. If I can't get upside, I don't want it. I don't think he has it. Um, Trav, you got anything in this game? Not a thing. Yeah, this game's pretty shitty. Uh, let's go to Baltimore, Pittsburgh. Uh, I declared Pittsburgh the worst offense I've ever seen in my life two weeks ago, and they really backed me up really good last week. Um, this offense sucks, but we do have Tomlin, who probably came in and lit these motherfuckers on fire. We still got Deontay Johnson on IR. We got Fryermuth, who I don't even know if I could trust the DraftKings logo. He is has been ruled out. That is correct. So Fryermuth is out. That's going to move us into a probably $2,500 backup tight end possibility here. Pickens, my boy, I fucking love this kid. He's absolutely insane. Didn't do anything for us last week. Seven targets, 25 yards. It's not going to stop me from looking his way. This total's insanely low. Mike, is there anything we're looking at here? I mean, always Lamar. I mean, a a running quarterback over 7,000. I mean, even last week, you know, when we talked about him, he puts up 29, 32 the game before, 22 before that. I mean, Pittsburgh can be run on, um, especially with the pressure from the front four. They could flush, you know, Lamar out of the pocket. Um, Baltimore defense here um, at at a spend up, I, I think might be very low owned. Maybe a correlation between Lamar and the Baltimore defense. And you could even hit him naked. You know, I don't think you necessarily have to, you know, stack him with Flowers or Andrews. But at 5,500, I mean, against, you know, this defense, I mean, I might consider Flowers. But Andrews is his guy. So maybe like a Lamar and or Andrews Flowers with the defense will be one of my lineups. I it's pretty hard. I mean, you I'm know what, you know what, Mike, you're actually him. you're actually bringing me on the Lamar, um, Trevor. I, I like Lamar in this spot actually a lot more than I did just a minute ago. I, the Pittsburgh running game. I mean, the Pittsburgh run defense has been a fucking sieve uh, throughout the season, especially at the beginning. I was attacking them uh, from props on the other side. They allowed 188 and 198 yards to San Fran and Cleveland in the first two weeks, and then a buck 40 last week to Houston. I don't think we mentioned Damian Pierce. I think he has sneaky upside. But Lamar can run wild in this fucking game, and I think this game is a low enough total that we don't have any blowout risk. This is going to stay close. I think I like a naked Lamar in this, Trevor. Uh, I agree 100%, but I think one of the main reasons for it is – well, two main reasons. First, defense is a sieve. People running all over them. It's in Pittsburgh, guys. It's a tough place to play. It's going to be loud. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard to run your offense. How How do you counter that? Well, Lamar can just run the ball. If he's having success doing it and he's having a hard time running his offense, I think, you know, it being an away game, I, I think that could play into it. So I, I like yeah. it. Oh, Lamar. That's it for me. I don't like anything, anything. else. All right. Haley, what do you think? 
What do you think the ownership's going to be on Lamar here? Because I may go fucking scale into him if you say it's going to be ten less than ten. Yeah, it will be. I think uh, be like four, right? Three, I would imagine. Yeah, I think you get like Hertz and Mahomes. If folks are going to pay up, I think they're yeah. going to go up to to those guys. So yeah, I do think he'll be single digits this week. What about the Baltimore D, right? Healy, no one's paying up for that. So Lamar and the D correlation might be a nice one here. Any any defense over thirty five hundred is never going to be owned ever. Yeah. It's always like the, the like the Titans at twenty four hundred are projecting to be like twenty three percent this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. I learned my never lesson with Browns last week, man. These chalk defenses, and I didn't bet, I like them because they were chalk. I mean, I really believed that they were going to shut them down, but. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you just can't swim with the herd. I don't think they're. More I would say the, the interesting thing with with that play, though, Mike. I think the the situation changed after our show with quarterback not playing. Yeah. Yes. You know they're gonna they're not gonna be able to drive the ball and you know, yeah, gonna you put your defense people... in bad spots, unfortunately. So I, I think it though the defensive unit was the same. You know, I think it did change the rhetoric around why we were playing them initially yeah and, and people are very people are very stupid when they look at that they would look at stuff like i heard someone saying on a dfs show literally yesterday talking which i actually ran into on a fucking like twitter highlight where i was like uh where they were talking about eckler's impact on herbert actually it was a fa- seasonal fantasy show uh should you trade for herbert well eckler's coming back so that'll hurt her no that'll help herbert tremendously you fucking retarded the thing people don't understand is this is where I used to make all my money in DFS. You zig when they zag, right? People will be like, oh, this game's going to be a blowout, so we can't play the quarterback. Well, how's it going to get to be a blowout, first of all, right? And, oh, this like they're just wrong in a lot of these situations because they forget the fact, Saquon's out, so go all Daniel Jones because he's going to have – no, you need to build drives. If stars are out, yes, it's like this guy's going to get all the volume because all the stars are out. But your drives are going to be three plays instead of nine plays. So you actually want the talent there in most of these situations. So, yeah, I agree with you, Haley. When you take the quarterback out of the equation in that situation, it changes the whole dynamic of the whole game and their ability to keep drives, field position, which then hurts defenses. Um, any any other sneaky play here from anyone in this game, Haley? Anything? Go. You can go ahead and go first. Yeah, I, I want to go just the opposite here. I've heard a lot of chatter – on the dark web about Zay Flowers. Can we, can we just stop there for a second? Yep. Okay, I'm good. You you understood that? You got that? I just wanted to let every. I just wanted to let that sink. I don't think I need to even speak on it. I just wanted to let everyone <laughs> let that sink in. Trevor's heard Zay a lot Flowers. of chatter on the dark web about Zay Flowers. <laughs> Zay Flowers let that he heard on the dark web. That sink in. Right Never next room. to some. Right next to some chick blowing a goat. And then cutting its throat and drinking its blood. There was a post about Zay Flowers on the dark web. Carry on, Trevor. No, I'm off him. I'm completely off the passing game here. I'm hearing a lot, a lot of talk about Zay. And what are you I'm hearing? Gonna... Who's talking to you? Listen, I hear things. Go on. That's it. I just went the opposite direction. Opal. Trevor's doing yeah, research I... on the dark web, Julie. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the spot Tomlin plays this team tough. I know you guys said you like it to stay close. I like the Steelers in this game, uh, an ugly win. Lamar, I I haven't validated this. I did read a stat earlier. He's only I'm played the web. Steelers four four times in his career. That's crazy, I, I don't know right? If, yeah, because he keeps he keeps missing. Like he's been hurt. Games. He's just been sitting. Yeah. Like yeah. I saw not a ton of data on him playing, you know, against Tomlin and the Steelers. 
uh, despite being in the same division. Uh, I like a little George Pickens here. The, the Ravens, they're giving up a ton of receptions to outside receivers. I think the fifth most uh, in the league. So don't mind a little George Pickens here, obviously with no Friar Muth, a few more targets, maybe some red zone targets. I, I, I think you're just throwing blind darts if you, if you think you know what's going to happen here at tight end this week for the, the Steelers. They got two bodies that are going to throw in there, but I, I, haven't, I haven't come across any reports that were with any validity that kind of would say one guy over the other, um, who's going to kind of take that primary pass catching role at tight end. So I'm just going to stick to George Pickens. Uh, I likely won't be on any Ravens here either. All right. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's Lamar. I mean, it's Lamar with a bullet. He's my favorite quarterback right now. I think this is a great spot for him. Um, do like the Pickens play though. I do. I do. If you go Andrews and Lamar, I don't, I don't play quarterbacks that could rush for three touchdowns naked. I mean, I, with, with pairing, I know everyone likes to do that. Oh, you got to get your upside. Not this year, dude. dude. There's too many weapons right there, especially if you're talking about Odell possibly coming back, which I think he should be back in this game. You got Zay Flowers, you got Bateman, you got Andrews, you got Beckham, and you're really looking for – if you're looking for a ceiling game out of Lamar, you're looking for 100 rushing and two touchdowns. Like, that's the ceiling. The ceiling for him isn't throwing for 370. So you don't need to pair him with anyone. Like, you actually want him to do it all on the ground on his own because you're getting six for the touchdowns instead of four in those situations. So – I actually like Lamar naked here. I'm not pairing him with Andrews. Um, let's go on to the next game here. We're final four. We are at Cincinnati, Arizona. Um, I'm kind of looking at the Cardinals defense here a little bit. I think Burrow is a little hurt. It's a little cheap. Might have a little opportunity here at home. But a uh, couple plays in this game. I think Dobbs is an interesting play at 5,200. This guy's been balling out secretly. I picked him up in my seasonal leagues. He can't just win against San Francisco and Dallas on back-to-back weeks, okay? San Francisco and Dallas and threw up 17-23 and 23 on DraftKings. He threw up 25 against the Giants the week before that. He's rushed for over 40 yards in every one of his last three games. He has 21 carries in those three games, throwing a touchdown in every game. And he's $5,000. He's 5200 bucks. I mean – Got to be one of the best point-per-dollar players over the last three weeks in the entire fucking league, averaging over 20 a game at fucking 5K, getting you 4X with his eyes closed. In a game that, yeah, it's not the optimal defense, Healy, but if you're looking to punt quarterback, uh, this is my guy. If I'm not going up to Lamar, I'm coming down to Dobbs. Yeah, I'm, uh, he is one of my two value quarterbacks uh, that will be featured in my article this week. I, I agree with you. I like Dobbs this week. Um, you know, pretty easy pairing there with uh, with Marquise Brown, or you can even kind of go down to the, the the value tier. You have Michael Wilson, thirty seven hundred. Kind of thought it was a flash in the pan early on in the season, but again, another seven catches last week has kind of grown into his role. I know they've played from behind a little bit, um, you know, for, for for portions of the year, but he looks pretty good. So. I, yeah, I think either one of those to pair with Dobbs certainly in play, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna actually throw something out there. I don't think either of those are the pair, honestly. Uh, and in GPP, I get it. And again, I'm not debating with you. I'm just throwing it don't out there. Don't you fucking say Zach Ertz. Don't you? I'm telling you, that's that's the pairing. That's the pairing. They're yeah. dude. You're talking about a Cincinnati team who's been getting abused by the tight end for years. They're what 28th or something against the tight end right now. Ertz got 10 targets last week. He's had 10, 8, 2, and 10. So in three of the, those weeks, he had eight targets. But here's the reason why it's Ertz. He's 3,500. I don't want to, you know, everyone's cheap. The wide receivers are cheap. Brown's 5K. 
Wilson's 37. So if I did anything, I would pay less. I want Dobbs similar to Lamar. A Dobbs ceiling game is going to be 60 yards on the ground and a rushing touchdown, right? It's nice. His passing prop is probably 190 in this. So if I'm going to pair it, I'm going to pair it with the cheapest, stablest red zone possible option there. You get fucking Ertz and Dobbs in this, you're spending fucking 8,600 for for that combo. I know you hate Ertz. I don't know why. Fucking scores 11. He's worth, he's 3,500. He hits 3X every week. He's a former Eagle. I mean, you, you like you like Ertz. It's like it's like a low A dot doesn't move, just goes to the ground. I know, but it's three. It's like thirty five hundred. I'm like an Eagle hater because he left the Eagles. I mean, thirty five hundred. You need him to fucking catch four for forty, and you hit value. I mean, Tommy hater. just knows. Eagle Tommy hater. knows he, he would thrive with Ritter. Just fucking four yard dump offs, <laughs> fucking Ertz, just all give me, day. Give just, me Ertz. Ritter wishes he could be as half as good as Anthony Richardson. <laughs> Everyone wishes they should be happy. Anthony Richardson should have been then. Anthony Richardson's why he was a third round pick. Anthony Richardson is the top five quarterback in football right now. He's it, literally it, that good right now. He is. I, I was studying the tape on him literally because I was going to do a TikTok about Daniel Jones. He's doing everything right. Everything. Everything I was going to make a TikTok about what Daniel Jones should be doing, Anthony Richardson is doing. So he, he's really good. Very good. Uh, Trevor, you like these weird games. I'm sorry, Haley. I cut you off. Go on. No, I was going to say it is, I think, newsworthy. So T. Higgins is truly questionable. Uh, so definitely news we'll have to monitor here. Could take one of the bigger targets off the Bengals side. And I will note, first time all season, Joe Burrow was not listed on the injury report for what it's worth. If you think the calf might be uh, feeling a little bit better now. Not buying it. Not buying Goat. it. He should have the first I, I, don't, I don't care. This is it. Finally, this is it. Listen, I was against him being the second overall draft pick, blah, 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 Chase Jefferson, the fuck ever. But this is it. This is the week, 100 and a touchdown. Bet it. Put him in your lineup. Jamar Chase is catching a touchdown, and he's going to get 100 yards. He's going to be a target monster. I think Higgins is going to be banged up, whether he plays or not, a little banged up. Burroughs will be healthy enough to sling it to him. I love how you add the S to Burroughs' name every time. Burrow, Burrow. (laughs) Trevor has a serious complex with adding an S. He calls our site four deeps. He calls everything. He adds an S to everything. Burrows. He never told me how to why pronounce. Why do you do that? Why do you do? Why do you add an S to everything? I just, I just talk, and however it comes yeah, out, it comes whatever out. Whatever comes out, that's true. Okay. Well, seamless transition from whiskey to wine. That was, that was nice. That was the nice. Seamless. See, that was more natural. That had was to a make better. Breathe. See, I think when the glasses are down, it's bourbon and whiskey, and the glasses yeah, when are the glasses up, go it's wine. Yeah, that's I think fine. I've got to tell on them. Yeah. And then guess what? In an hour, I'll be sleeping on the bathroom floor. No. Um, carry on, Trevor. Like no, it's, chase it's a chase week. It's a chase week. We haven't seen one yet. We're due. No, Burrow's we saw one. We saw one. We saw one. I hit that one. The chase week where he hit. 100. I mean, it was okay. Uh, it, was, okay. it wasn't fucking chase. Chase might go for two this week. I mean, he like, went for buck forty. He just didn't score that week. That right. Was so it was a chase week. So he had a no, good it game. It went for buck forty. No, Twelve catches. It's chase week. It's chase week. Okay. Like it's happening. Um, and listen, I you know I like uh, mixing a little bit. But Arizona's been tough at home, so I, I don't know. I, I I like this game. I like these two players a little bit. That's it. If you fit them in your lineup, but Chase is, is my preferred option. That's it. I like Chase this week a little bit, too. If you could tell me Burrow's even a little fine, Mike. I, I mean, I was raising my hand earlier because I wanted to go first on this game because of this reason. This is one of my favorite games, and it's all Arizona. They're entirely too cheap. First off, let's start with the team overall. Passing the eye test. This team's playing fucking hard. Connor runs hard. 
Dobbs is running hard, playing hard, leading the team. Um, these young receivers are playing well, and they're all too cheap, including Hurts. I don't hate Hurts either, but I'm probably going to do Ertz it. Hurts or Hurts, you mean? Hurts, I said. Hurts, tight end. Exactly. Oh, you didn't say that, but you meant that. Go on. Yes, I did. Okay, you want to watch the tape or no? Yes, you said okay. Trevor Pippenesco. Cool. If this, if this does, Mike, if this doesn't work out for Tommy, he's going to be like a dictation coach. He's quick. No, I'm just. I'm uh, listen. I'm correcting, so we don't. We'll make. Listen, we all talk fast, right? And we all talk a million miles an hour, so we say shit. I watched someone on TV. Or I watched Orlovsky call uh, Sean something, Sean McVay, and he made a mistake, and his co-host didn't correct him, and it makes a new viewer think we're stupid. So if someone says the wrong name, I just correct it, what so that everyone. Ask me. It hurts. I, I sit at home at night hurt. I hurting. No, you're an idiot, Trevor. We're not talking about you. You're supposed to be. You said hurts. I'm going to rewind the tape on this and post it on Twitter. If I'm correct, if I'm wrong, you'll never see the footage. Um, no, let me go back I'm to my analysis. Do. I mean, Healy, how can we not love this? I mean, the, the prices here are ridiculous. I mean, Dob for what he's putting up. I mean, we touched on it. I mean, okay. very, very underpriced at, at the price. 5,200. Put him at a 3,500. Michael Wilson and a 3500 Mike, he's cheaper than Derek Carr. I know, but it's ridiculous. I just think that they're so cheap. <laughs> and James Connors, you guys, um, James Connors um, is 5800 I mean, he's going to go overlooked, I think, too. So I'm going to I'm gonna share with you how I'm going to attack this. So I'll play like this in either a three-max contest or one of those like five-max king of the – Or an afternoon you know, slate. An afternoon slate. Time. This is a fun afternoon But what I'm saying slate. is I'll play different variations of – all the Arizona Cardinals at those cheap price tags. I mean, maybe like Dobbs with the two receivers and then maybe Connor. Hey, throw Wilson on one. You throw Marquise Brown yeah, on another one. Yeah. They're just two cheap guys. Like they're going to win. They're going to win this game. They're going to beat the Bengals. They're playing hard, and the Bengals are slightly dysfunctional and broken too, and mixing on the road isn't a thing. Uh, Arizona wins this game. That's another thing. By the way, doing. first two people in the chat, Jim Foister, he said Hurts. Donovan, he said Hurts. Sorry. Tell Donovan and Jim Foyster to take a fucking walk, and I'm going to no, no, no. You're wrong. You just hate to be wrong. All right. Wrong. Sorry, Foyster. Uh, yeah, I'm with Mike here on this one. As much as I want to keep ripping him for saying hurts to the hurts, uh, I'm with Mike on this one. I think Arizona's way too cheap in this game. Dobbs, but fantastic value there. I don't know that Arizona wins. I think they should win, but Burrow has had a history of starting off one and two, one and three. And then fucking pulling a rabbit out of his ass. I see this as being a last second fucking Burrow win on a field goal type thing. I do think it's going to be a close game. I do think there's a lot of opportunity. I do like the chase thing here, too. I, I think there's a lot in play here. And guess what, Healy? We were talking about the 4 p.m. slate being the sexy slate. Not because of this game, right? So everyone's going to be in Philly, Rams, and KC, Minnesota. So if you want to get a lot of exposure to this, there's a great way to do it. Go fucking game stack this at 4 p.m. Short slate. Healy, you'll probably still be low owned. Yeah, or or you can think about it if if you play two one o'clock people in your lineup yeah. and, and they kind of shit the bed, and Pivot. you had an eagle Pivot. stack or a chief stack. Now you, you kind of move to this game that's going to be far less owned, but I think still has some uh, some DFS goodness in it. Yeah, and again, it's not that huge upside plays, but it gets you the huge upside guys, right? Like Dobbs and Ertz gets you Jefferson, it gets you Chase, it gets you you know some Don't of these play do not play Ertz. Cowboys and Niners, right? Well, let's go to that game next, Mike. I'll jump to you on the Cowboys. Uh, actually, no, that's not even on the slate. What are we talking about? That no, I said uh, Dobbs. Oh, who they played? Cowboys yeah, and Niners. Yes. And he oh, Dobbs' schedule has been a fucking nightmare, good. dude. And he looked good. Looked good. He averaged fucking twenty drafts. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He looked good. He four X defenses. So yeah. I think there's a great spot for these cheap 
these cheap players. I mean, it's yeah, like we beat we beat it up. Let's not waste too much more time. Let's let's keep it going. I don't mean to cut anyone off, but yes, we're all in cheap Arizona players. Um, Philly Rams got to go to you, uh, Healy. Obviously, looking from an injury perspective here, we will have Cooper Cup. It looks like will be uh, playing. Right, going to make his debut. We're not sure how much. It doesn't matter what McVay says because McVay fucking thinks he's the coolest guy on earth. I ignore coach talk in situations like this. I think Cup Healy will be enough to keep me off Puka, off Tutu, off people like that. But his questionability won't be enough to get me on to Cup. So for me, it's probably kind of let's let's see how this fucking week goes because I don't think anyone in the fucking world knows what's going to happen to fucking Puka when Cup gets back. It's kind of a research game for me. But if you want to get weird, I think this is a time to, to do it. Probably going to see some lower ownership, right? Yeah, you certainly will on these these Rams receivers. Um, I, yeah, I don't. First of all, I don't think anyone's going to pay that price for for Cooper Cup. I wouldn't mind some Puka. I, I did like how they started to to put him on the outside last week. To I, I think that was some foreshadowing. There's a, re- there's to, a reason for that. Bh. Yeah, I, I think they're realizing like the, his talent. Um, I think ultimately at the end of the day, could hurt some some Tutu Atwell. So again, a, an afternoon contrarian piece wouldn't mind some some puka here the eagles especially in the secondary have not um have been given up quite a bit unfortunately yeah they um, haven't been a machine like that we thought they'd be yeah yeah i mean well they're, they're struggling to get the pressure that they they're, they're they good historically but i mean their yeah. secondary is not right yeah i mean you know even slay hasn't been playing as lights out as he has in your past and he lost a couple guys uh due to injury but i think this is a, a good game to to target for uh for fantasy, Kyron Williams, I think we need that news. That's pretty big. He is yes, that's huge. Uh, questionable here. I think the big <laughs> question is going to be if he's out, like, do you dare go play Ronnie Rivers at 4.6K? Um, I, I'm, I'm still need to dig into that myself. I, I don't know. If I um, can that. Oh, it yeah. says Williams is in. It, it, he doesn't have an injury designation for Sunday's game. Oh, he does not now? Okay. Nope. So he did come in into earlier today. So. It, um, if he's yeah, in, Trevor's I, right. Trevor's right. Doesn't have an injury. You're good. Hold yeah, on. So say I, that louder. Say that right. louder. Trevor. More Trevor clear. stumbled into a correct thing from someone else and reported Fair. it. Fair. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't mind Kyron Williams if he's in. Uh, why the he's, Eagles he's are in. very he's good. Hundred percent. Yep. So they're good uh, against opposing running backs on the ground. Horrendous uh, against pass catching running backs. Um, and he's third in the league in running back receptions uh, coming into this game. So I think there's some big PPR upside. I'd rather pay play a Kyron Williams in this matchup than an Alvin Kamara for a few hundred dollars cheaper. Um, so he's my guy I'd be most interested in on the Ram side. Could go to Higby. Uh, I think we talk about tight ends against the Eagles pretty much each and every week. 4,100, um, if he fits, I, I think that's perfectly fine. I think we've talked about a few other tight ends I like better uh, so far. And then on the Eagles side, um, I'm still going to be playing this stack. I think the offense is kind of coming together, especially the Hurts-Brown connection. We've kind of seen it two weeks now. Uh, two weeks ago, he didn't get in the box, but had a really good game um, but, you know, pretty much between the, uh, the two five-yard lines. And then last week, finally caught the big one. Uh, I like this spot again for the pairing of, of Hertz and Brown. I know they're expensive, but I like them quite a bit. All right, Mike. I mean, my favorite play on in this game is Higby. 
I mean, attacking the Eagles through the tight end position, and it also clears us of maybe a little fade slash leverage of the wide receiver mess between Puku, Tutu, Kapi, whatever, you know, get away from them. Uh, I don't think you ever need to play Stafford. I think you gain all your equity through the pass catchers. But I like Higby here as a little leverage spot and attacking the weakness of the Philadelphia defense and what I anticipate to be a high-scoring game and specifically the Rams to get their points through the air. So it's a little leveragey and getting a little different. I like Higby. I mean, that's my favorite play here. And on the Eagles side, I'm always Eagles, always hurts and whatnot. But I just like other players that are either at – all of their price ranges or, or, or even less. So I'm just going to pass on that from this for this week and probably attack the shit out of that Arizona game. Really? I mean, guys, we gotta, we can't ignore Stafford here. I mean, Stafford's gone over 300, three out of four. You gotta go for 304 touchdowns to really hit value, right? Like, I mean, not really. No, no, he doesn't. He's 5,600. Listen, just listen to me. He's 5,600. He needs to do, like 14 points to fucking Would you rather him or Dobbs? I, that's what I'm saying. But he's right there, dude. You're going to put Philly, right? So you're going to say, let's say, say you want to project game flow. Most people would project Philly to be in the lead, right? Philly's a dominant team, even though they're a four and a half point favorite. You'd picture the Rams playing from behind. We like Kyron catching passes out of the backfield. We like Puka. We've liked 2-2 two, two all year. And now we get cut back. We also like Higby. So every single person that was mentioned, I'll get to you in a second, sir. So Mike mentioned Higby. Healy mentioned Higby. Healy, you mentioned Kyron out of the backfield, right? Catching passes on the Eagles, right? We already like 2-2 and we like Puka and now Cup's back. That's five weapons that make sense. Now you add to the fact that Philly's the 27th ranked fucking pass defense in the NFL right now. Add to the fact that there's going to be a game flow situation potentially for the Rams where they may be trailing and add to the fact that he's fucking under 6K. Like, yes, I love Josh Dobbs in this spot at 5,200, but is anyone going to be fucking shocked if Josh Dobbs throws for 180 and one with 30 rushing yards? Like, so yes, Josh Dobbs can get there. I will get to you. I said it. I will, I see you. So Stafford has the higher floor sub 6K by a lot. Stafford's throwing for 280 to 300 this game. Stafford's getting his security blanket back. Stafford's going to throw for a touchdown or two. I don't even think you need to pair it, Healy. I'll get to you. Relax, Healy. I, do you think you need to pair Stafford? I think you could play him naked because of his price. Because of his price. Listen to me. Because of his price. I'll, all right, Mike, go. Fucking talk. Okay, because I'm. It's it's nonsense. Because you don't need him. If you think that Stafford's gonna go off, you can just play the receiver. So watch this. Stafford, three out of four games, he threw for over three hundred yards. What else do you want? You get the bonus. You get all that. And he puts up 17, 18, 13, and no, 20. No, yeah. So oh, he 4X, 4X almost. No, but what I'm saying is you don't need to play Stafford to get the equity of the passing game. No, you if do you because you don't know where the, the fuck it's going. His cup's back. You can't. Where yes. is it going, Mike? Is it going to Higby, Tutu, Cup, Kyron, or Puka? You don't fucking know. Tutu, Tutu, Coca, fucking play them. You want to play the receiver? You tell me the receiver. I'll take the field. You All right. pick any receiver, I'll take the field to outperform Higby. You don't know it's going to Higby? If Cup's on the field, it's going to Cup. Uh, Cup, how do you know? How do you know? I saw him running agility drills. Hold on. How do you know Cup's not playing 20% of the snaps? You don't fucking know anything in this game. Well, you don't have to play the game, but I ain't playing Stafford. against running back I mean, what did you ask Stafford to do? He threw 300 yards, 
three times. Hey, oh, yeah, that's another points. So I'm saying, what's a good game for Stafford? 300 yards, A well, right? good game for Stafford is 350 and three. All right, let's three not get, different receivers. Hey, 319, 334. The best receiver in football. He passed for 334 yards and only scored Mike, 17 points. He's got Cooper Cup He's now. a dumb. He's got Cooper Cup he's now. He's a big stiff. So play Cup. Dude, dude, guys, you're playing Stafford naked if you're playing him. Or you're playing with Higby. Play or you're playing with Higby. You're I not playing it. one of these receivers. You are. We don't fucking know. No yeah. one in America fucking knows. Anyone who's telling you... They know one how much Cup's gonna play. You take a naked line. Stafford. Stop. We're in the middle of a race. Hey, I'm gonna bet you. Rant. I want to bet you. You take a naked Stafford. I dare you. And give me like somebody else, and I'll bet you head to head. Who? Your Daniel Jones? You wanted to play? play I don't ever take Daniel. I mean, I, I, I don't want to get crazy here. I don't want to get crazy. Yeah, exactly. Say what I you mean to me. What you say. Let's well, go. I might say consider it. it, considering his rushing upside. Daniel Jones. Go take his hundred eighty oh and a for fifty Not rushing yards. Stafford, stop. Are you guys what? fucking nuts? Now I'm playing Stafford on my main lineup. Fuck Probably, me. but I'm saying when he even goes for 300, he doesn't even get close to getting there. He hasn't had Cooper Cup. But he still threw for 330, and he only scored 17. He has no rushing upside. Zero. Mike, so he he does a relevant player. He's fucking – he could throw for 400, dude. Okay, then I'll score 19 points. Instead and of with three touchdowns. I'm not playing any quarterbacks anymore unless they run the ball, period, in DFS. Oh, it's got to be a rushing quarterback. That statement, that's fine. But Matthew Stafford without Cooper Cup, if I would have told you coming Bro, into this year. You can't cut me off game. every sentence. Shut the fuck up. You're saying nonsense. If I told you coming into this year, Trevor, that Matthew Stafford will not have Cooper Cup the whole season. There's no Woods there anymore. There's no Beckham there anymore. He's going in with Puka Nakua and fucking Tutu Atwell, you would have thought this guy'd be thrown for 210. He's thrown for 300 every game without okay. one of the best receivers in the entire NFL. Now he's going to get the best receiver or one of in the NFL back for fucking even 30, 40% of the snaps. And we're saying we're just going to say he's shit. He's thrown for 300 without him. Sucks. It's not what he's saying. You, you can't play him naked because he doesn't rush for 30 yards? Yes. Lacks That's why you can't play him naked. Yes. You play him naked because you don't know where the ball is. Because he going. gets the bonus for throwing for 300 and still scores 17. And my biggest point Mike, is. He's 5,000. Five, five you're, you're missing the whole point, though. If you think that he's going to go off, he needs the receivers to go off with him. So I I'm think he could, could go isolate, 70 yards and wheel it. You could isolate just the pass catchers, right? Ooh, and, and there's five of them. There's hold five on, hold of on, them. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys. Philly, guys. Philly. No one's here. I get no one here has even mentioned the best play in this game, which is starting to piss me off because I know we got to move on soon. The best play in this game for simple reasons that Tommy mentioned earlier. Well, they just switch off. Well, these motherfuckers just switch off too. Devonta Smith is the highest scoring wide receiver in the game, period. It's a Devonta Smith game. It's been an AJ Brown game the last two. Now it's Smith's turn. It's that simple. Squeaky wheel. All right. Haley, anything else you want to add to this before I move on to one of my favorite plays? Um, not related to the game, but we are going to be having a subscriber free roll this week on both FanDuel and DraftKings. Trevor, put Nicole, the knife down, you fucking idiot. Nicole Valencia, it, Nicole Valencia will be dropping the link in, uh, in, in the YouTube Trevor, chat Trevor, right stop! Now. Trevor, I'm not kidding. Put the fucking knife down. You're too stupid to hold a knife when you're drunk. <laughs> what was he going to do to that card? Who knows? Give it to me. It's a Zach Wilson card. Stop ripping him up. 
Put the knife down. Trevor, I'm not fucking with you. Put the knife down. Go punch a wall like a man. Do what I do. Take the sharp weapons out of your hands. Well, on, apologies. Man. Can we hear more about Nicole? Gone. No, I was just saying we got a subscriber free roll. So if you're a subscriber, join the DraftKings and or FanDuel League, and the winner will be getting cold hard cash this week. So we're giving we're throwing up some uh, some Let's cash go. to the winners. Some so cash, hop in, compete cash against cash the uh, the analyst. And, I mean, uh, listen, listen, we see what's going on when they're competing against the analyst in the seasonal league in 4 deep. Oh, Tommy, you're bullshit. 4-0, fucking destroying them. Absolutely. And I get Jonathan Taylor and Cup back this week. That should be good for you guys. Fucking destroying everyone. Uh, let's go to the next game on the board. I'm starting this one. New York Jets versus Tommy, the Denver Broncos. Please. New York Let's Jets versus the Denver Broncos. Zach Wilson has regained confidence. Zach Wilson looked like the top five quarterback in the entire NFL last week. Zach Wilson is back. He's got Aaron Rodgers. I think that helps him a lot. I think he's going to be in a situation where he's going to have bumps. I think he's evolving. I think this is a much better Zach Wilson than we've seen in the past. And I think this is his turn. This is his time to kind of shine. He's under $5,000. Not really a, a guy that I'm targeting in DFS, but I'm good with a $4,900 Zach Wilson, as Mike said before. You like fucking playing guys who have rushing upside. Zach could go rush you for a touchdown in 30 yards. That can happen. He could throw for 250, throw for a couple touchdowns. I think he has a pretty good game. So I think he's viable. I love the Jets. Mike loves the Jets. It's a favorite bet of the week. I absolutely think the Jets slay. The Jets defense is my number one play on the entire slate. 3,100 in this spot is fucking pretty maniacal especially when you look at the fact that they have kick returning upside with Gibson and, you know, they could get it on special teams. They can get it, um, especially if you're playing on DraftKings. They get it in a bunch of different ways. Russell Wilson's a fucking bag of shit. And that Jets defense is going to be out for blood after the comments that Sean Payton made about Hackett. They're going to be jacked up. And they're going to be, com- they're going to be coming for blood. The Jets D is coming for blood this week after how Sean Payton called fucking Hackett a hack, basically. So... When the Jets, if you watched Hard Knocks, when they go to make a statement, they don't talk to the offense. They talk to the defense. So you better believe Sal is in that room going, eat his face. Put Russell Wilson out for the year. So love that. I love Garrett Wilson. Absolutely fucking number one person I put in my lineup this week. Um, 14 targets last week. Garrett Wilson was putting up 15 points a game with Zach Wilson being shit. So if Zach's shit, you're probably going to two and a half exit, which isn't going to kill you. If Zach's good, like he was last week, you may see a buck 30 and two touchdowns. Good as a stretch. Well, no, no, he played great last week. He did. Um, But, you know, you you may see a phenomenal out. This is a high ceiling, high floor, safe play here with Zach. And then Healy mentioned it earlier. Brees Hall is a fucking phenomenal play going against one of the worst run defenses in the entire NFL. The Jets should be in this game or leading. You know, but it's not that's going to be close. Their defense will keep them in it. I think this is the Brees Hall breakout game. I think Zach Wilson's in play. Garrett Wilson's in play. And the defense is in play. On the Denver side of the ball, you have a couple plays. Obviously, Sutton's been very touchdown reliant. So, I don't know if I really want to go 5,500 and pray he gets in the box against this Jets D. So, I'm avoiding the Denver side. Jets defense is too good. Dude, you could do a lot with this Jets team, Healy, right here. You could do a lot. I'm going to make another drink. Tell me what you think. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. That's uh, Garrett. Well, the beauty of Garrett Wilson is that every time Zach Wilson drops back to pass, his first look is Garrett Wilson, like ninety percent of the time. Um, so and, and he's he's getting it out to him. So 
he's a guy who can certainly play at 6K. I'll likely have one of uh, Wilson or Brees Hall in a majority of my lineups this week. I, I do think that the Jets, one of them explodes for a, a pretty big game. Um, obviously, I'm sure if, it, if Brees breaks a big one to the house, uh, if he does, I think he has an immense upside. So they're the two I'm looking at at their pretty fair price tags. Trevor, you got any sneaky yeah, plays in this yeah. one? Yeah, I, first I want to lead into that. I listen to a lot of what Tommy says. He's got some good analysis everywhere. When it comes to the Jets, I just don't even listen to him at all, <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Um, so I do like half of what he said, though. And I, I, I like what you said, Healy. I'm on the Healy train with this one. Um, Zach Wilson's trash. Uh, whatever. He sucks. He Whatever. He had one good drive. I like Conklin. You know, someone said in the chat, I like Conklin sneaky in this game. Um, I think it's going to be Wilson and Conklin and, and, and Hall. I, I think they, they they do all right. They move the ball. I think they're cheap. Um, so those are the three I'm in. I don't really love the Jets' defense in Denver. I think uh, anything can happen in that air. I don't think they're going to be fully prepared. Um, so that that that's what I'm on. That's it. Mike, you give your take here. I mean, definitely Brees Hall, and I do like the Jets' defense. And if they're going to win the game, they have to win it through the defense. I love the angle that Tommy dropped. I forgot about the whole Hackett drama, and and this is an emotional team that does play up. I like that. Love Garrett Wilson, right? And I love the connection and the volume and everything he's getting. But the problem is he needs to get the ball from Zach Wilson. We don't know which Zach Wilson we're getting. And I love the version of Zach Wilson that we just saw last week until he threw the game away by taking his eye off the fucking shotgun. The snap. same way, the same way Mahomes did a series before yeah, that no one's at talking the end about. Of the day, to play Garrett Wilson, you're relying on Zach Wilson. So I'd rather play the, so. Brees, the Brees Hall side of that. And um, get my upside that way. And for the price that everybody's at there, again, I hate to go back to the Arizona side, but like Zach Wilson is cheap, right? Where he's like the min price quarterback, but just for like a little more, I can get Dobbs and I'm way more comfortable with that. And then I can go like maybe Dobbs in the pass catchers and then play Brees Hall. Um, I love Garrett, like I said, but I just, you got to rely on Zach Wilson to get him the ball. I don't like that. I'm, Mike, I'm going to, before I go to you, Trev, uh, I'm going to steal a page out of your book here. Um, what you like to talk about all the time where you can say you can absorb all the offense in two players. I think with Garrett Wilson and yeah. Brees Hall, you could absorb the whole entire Jets offense with two players right there that are going to cost you literally 5,400 and 6K. You're talking 11-4 for the whole Jets offense. Yeah, you, you're pretty not much. Yeah. To yeah. get the whole Jets yeah. offense, but in a game versus Denver, the worst defense in the NFL, Healy, yeah. is that – I mean, I, I mean, you say like the whole Jets offense, like we expect them to go out there and hang. That's 30. what I'm saying. Um, but it is, I mean, it is Denver, dude. Fucking everyone could do our, dude, Miami scored 70 on them. I, I think they can. I mean, Denver, Denver's worst in the league on yards per game against the everything. Second worst everything. I mean, I mean, yeah. what do you think the Jets score here, Healy? I mean, the Jets are going to put up 20 in this game. Nine, 12. No. You can see a 17 6. I mean, you know. Nah, Jets scored this week. Jack's coming out. Nah. 9 3, 9 6. 400 total <laughs> yards over or under. What? Of offense for the Jets. Total offensive yards. 400. I think that's about a fair expectation. I think we go 250, 150. I think. I mean, Bruce Hall can rip one off an 80 yard touchdown. So it kind of. Listen, I'm just telling you this. You know how I am in Jets. I This screen goes on forever. I don't know if you could see this. This is my Zach Wilson card purchases that I just – there's a million. I threw my phone against the wall. I don't know what's worse, either him or Ritter. I'm buying them all going into this week because this is the week where – this is the follow-up week. Um, 
uh, some bad investments. I mean, they're all up like three hundred percent. I bought a Zach Wilson oh. card for a hundred. I bought a Zach Wilson card for one hundred forty-seven dollars <laughs> in July. That's worth eighteen hundred right now. Bullshit. You don't know how the card market works. Card market's not like this. The Ritter cards are. Want to get in it? If I could sell Zach Wilson cards for eighteen hundred bucks. The second he had a good game, everything shot up. Like people are no people are selling, offering them for that. That's not what I'm going to get for it. But um, yeah, Trevor, stop it. Just give them to me. Give them out in the chat. It's not cool to damage Destroy something you could give to Destroy our it. subscribers. Okay. Destroy you it. could give it to our subscribers in the chat. I'll fucking light money on fire for all I fucking. That's care. great. Then give money to our subscribers. Um, Trevor, you like anything in this game? With the Jets? Yeah. Oh, we, he already did it. Yeah, I did. No, he did. I was out. I was out. Conklin is the guy you didn't mention who I kind of like quite a bit. For yeah, that's a bad play. play. That's a bad play. Uh, I, mean, out. I, I just Googled Zach Wilson cards. There's one for 7900 Dude, every card. Dude, there's only 32. Who the buy a Zach Wilson there's card? There's only 32 quarterbacks in the NFL. They're all worth money. Thousand dollars for Trey Zach Lance Wilson cards. cards. There's, there's a $10,000 Trey Lance card out there. Are yes. you fucking nuts? This is what I'm telling you. I mean, Trevor, people. Mike, Trevor's people not, were paying $100,000 for videos. Give them out to the I'm side. not damaging a card. All right, if you're going to do that. Crazy, right? Really? It's That's fucking rocking. Fucking the card market, people don't understand. It's a different game. It's a different. It's not about, like, how good the player is. It's about just getting in at the right time. Evidently. Con Conklin's fine. I mean, I think you have a sneaky little fucking Lazard for under 4K if you want to get weird. But, no, it's Brees and Garrett. Um, big week for the Jets here. We're going to crush it. KC, Minnesota, Healy going right to you. Biggest game of the weekend. Everyone's going to be all over it. I just built my main lineup. I started it off with uh, – I, I built it as we're doing the show, and Justin Jefferson got in there. I never play Kansas City Chiefs. Billy Pacheco, shockingly, is one of the guys that I like the most in this game. I just like watching him run, and he's under 6K. But I just have a tough time getting to fucking any of the Chiefs ever, and I really never regret it. Like Mahomes is 8K Healy, and you know, it's going to get you 25. Like, that's not going to kill me. Kelsey's fucking 7,600. I don't think he's hit value all fucking year, right? 18 is probably his ceiling. The wide receivers you can't figure out. I mean, so it always looks like 53 points, but I'm fading this DFS fucking sucks. thing outside. Of, yeah, DFS, I'm fading this outside of Jefferson. What are you doing? I'm going to punt to Mike. I want to hear what he has to say off the, off the bat. Get it, Mike. I mean, all right. Let's see. I have a lineup already with Mahomes, Kelsey, and Rashid Rice. Hold on. Um, because talking on mute. Tommy was talking on mute. He I said the me. kid, uh, I said the kid we always oh complain that he wants to talk early. We finally kicked Tom, oh, and he's like, oh, look at my paper. He caught Tom. <laughs> no, no, Obama, is your teleprompter ready, Obama? Yeah, yeah. No, no, I, I wanted hear. to read my lineup. I have a lineup already with Kelsey, like I said, Mahomes, and Rasheed Rice. And the reason why I did it that way is Rice is so cheap, right? So I get the Here are my notes. <laughs> What's that? It's just random Ritter yards and stuff I wrote down. Okay. No notes. Fucking all right here, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Mahomes, I mean, like, Mahomes is always Mahomes. I mean, you said earlier, like, what did he do? He's the type of guy that can come in and throw four touchdowns to four different people and at 8,200, he's just – for some weird reason, he's like never really owned. I mean, like I get him and I, I look at my ownership. It's like 8%, 11%. Yeah, I get it. But I mean, he's still consistently Pat Mahomes. And I get the Chiefs are having like, you know, I don't want to say a down year, but like they're sputtering a little bit here. So I thought I got cute and got different by using the Mahomes Kelsey. And then I threw in Rice 
for a double stack at like a 3,500 receiver or whatever he is. But obviously that's my chiefs, you know, uh, side there. And on the Minnesota side, I mean, we're all Justin Jefferson fans. I mean, how can you not be? And I'm a big Hawkinson guy myself. I have Madison in, in season long. So I think any of those pieces are all interchangeable and good. Um, really not much to over talk on that Healy. I mean, that's kind of like, you know, the, the regular parts there. Like Pacheco. I mean, we know Osborne or Addison, you know what I mean? Like Jefferson, maybe Hawkinson, you know what I'm saying? Mahomes, Kelsey, pick a circus receiver I'm to throw famous. in. They so have a double stack. I mean, that's Haley, it. What, Haley, what are you doing here? Well, I mean, Minnesota is just such a, such a shitty city. They can't really have too many nice things and they have the twins right now. So yeah, not much going on here for this, uh, this football team. But, uh, I'm with, I'm with Mike here. Rashi Rice from a value receiver. It's it's like playing roulette, as he, he mentioned. Snap rate kind of continues to come up. I, he got another bump last week up to 47%. I think if that continues to rise, and when he's on the field, he's actually getting targeted. So there's certainly something there. Mahomes trusts him. He would be the receiver I look to, but Pachenko, as Tommy mentioned, he's my favorite player. This kid's running hard. Um, Catch him really balls this year, Healy. I am, I am in a lot of leagues. I traded him in one, which I kind of regret, but um, getting three catches a game, two catches a game here. He's actually in there. It's not McKinnon that's coming in. That's a big thing for him because he could – I don't know why they weren't thrown to him last year. Yeah, that, that's what I was going to mention. The the whole McKinnon just not he, – he's sub five touches every Maybe single game. Like, yeah. yeah, they haven't really turned to him. So, I like Pachenko. In, in terms of the other side of the game, there's – there's you know, obviously you can always play Jefferson as we mentioned, but – um, Madison seems to be the, the he'll be the pass catching back here. Acres, you know, even with the Rams, just a tr- more of a traditional runner. So even if his snaps come up from the 20% he saw in that opening game, I expect the Vikings to be trailing in this one. I think Madison will be the back that stays in the game. And then, you know, from, from an Hawkinson standpoint, Chiefs allowing fourth most receptions to the position. We know Hawkinson gets a ton of targets to begin with. Um, I, I'm waiting for his prop to come out, his reception prop. I didn't see it at any book um, by 4 p.m. earlier today, but that's going to be a prop that I'm likely going to be on this week is the Hawkinson's over receptions. Yeah, I like I like Hawkinson here in this spot. I really like Pacheco. I mean, that dude, this – if you want to get different on your build this week, I mean, the way to do it is to pay up for running back to Bijan. And I, I think B, – what do you have Bijan at right now, Haley? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna make a call here that's gonna be right. Because there's a difference between people building lineups and what the optimizing the lineups are telling you right now, and how you end up right. About 19. percent I mean, dude, Bijan's gonna come in in your single entries, like because again, this is the the, the when we look at uh, percentages that Healy's looking up, this is mostly optimized MMEs, the awesomeos, the people like that that are putting all that stuff out. When you're playing your single entry, five hundred dollar, five dollar, wherever you're at. People are hand-making that lineup, right? Like their first lineup, even the algorithm kids, even the opto kids are hand-making kind of their first one, and then they're optimizing out for the other 150. You're going to see a situation here where Bijan Robinson in single-entry tournaments is possibly going to come in at single digits on some of these because there is so much opportunity under 6K, right, Healy? And there is no – like Derrick Henry is a guy that I forgot. I love Derrick Henry this week. I didn't even mention him. Why? 
because we got Brees Hall at 5,400. We got A-Chain and all those guys at 6,000. We got Madison down there at 57. We got Pacheco at 57. We got Brees Hall, as I just said, at 54. McLaughlin, some people might do that. You know, go play there. The fucking seasonal darling who put up 20 points last week. He's 5K. There's so much availability under 6,000 that a Bijan Robinson, Derek Henry lineup, Healy, may come in at 9% each. Right? Yeah, I can see that. What's Derek Henry looking at right now? 9%. Imagine getting Bijan Robinson and Derek Henry, who I think most people would say have the two highest potential of anyone on the slate to break it at a total combined 18%. It's an interesting build. You can get there pretty easy with a one-nil Robinson. So, just something yep. to think about, something to look at. Um, I'm, I'm going to make, I'm going to make that one of my lineups. Bijan Henry. Hawkins, I don't, five and a half reception ceiling. Five and a half. Yeah, minus like one forty-five. Juice stop minus one forty-five. I like that. Yeah, I'll ladder it up to ten. Healy, if you had to guess, let's say there's a thousand people in a tournament, a single entry tournament. How many of those thousand people will have Bijan and Henry as their two running back combos this week? Zero. Probably zero. Like if I had, if I had to guess that two, you know, two people. Right. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. And would you say that person has the highest upside of running back performance for the week? Not nah, probably the person that double stacks the Dolphins running backs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. But I mean, listen, a couple interesting GPP plays. I'm going to do another article this week for you guys. Uh, did a 2000 word article. It'll probably be out late. It'll be out Saturday night late. Um, do that. Trevor, uh, give me your input here I, on this I game. Mean, I forgot we didn't go to you. Fucking Tay Tay's going to be at the game. I, I mean, we haven't had a difference. Is she going to every game? Is this Tay Tay's going to be every fucking game? Tay Tay is going to be there. Kelsey hasn't been a difference maker yet. Ryan Reynolds is from Canada. Blake Lively is hot. Kelsey, oh, you're just saying random people. Be and... a difference maker. He's gonna be a difference maker. Eminem is white. Like, what are you just saying? Random people. Like, how did? I, I mean, can you argue any of that? No, any of that? Understand any of it? You gotta understand it. <laughs> no, he's Canadian. <laughs> All right, listen. I will say that you you can't argue it. Dark web is on fire. <laughs> the dark web is fucking. Yeah. So, so you like Kelsey because? Well, he uh, hasn't Matthew been a difference McConaughey. maker yet, and and I think this is the week because Tay Tay will be there. Fuck well, Kelsey. He's been there the last two weeks. I know during the national anthem. So he got the third it. base this week too, so it's a special week. What a broom broomstick! Tay Tay was at the Chicago game, right? Right, but he hadn't gotten to third boy, base. Tay-Tay. What? Oh, no, no. I've, I've been killing her, Mike. They deleted yeah, all my videos. Yeah, but you can't call her that. Ugh. I mean, I don't even call her her. It's a dude. It's a dude in a wig. Oh. But do you know how many, do you know how many yards uh, Henry had the first uh, Taylor Swift game? 169. 169. <laughs> yeah. I will make a $1,000 bet with anyone in this show right now, and I can't prove it, so it's a fake bet. You might as well accept it. Um, they haven't even kissed. They've never yeah, kissed. When you look at that couple, can you see them kissing or fucking? Yes, no. At least on the cheek. They're fake. No, they haven't made out even. I'm with Tommy on this one. They're they have not kissed at all. They're at all. It's never. It's if you so listen weird. to the interview with Kelsey's mom, 
it was very awkward because when she's like, oh, I don't even know if they're dating. Like, it was very odd the yeah, way they worded it. Dating. And she they're... was caught off guard with it. it was in, I looked in on him when he, she was jerking him off. Well, like, you, want a, you want a conspiracy theory here for a second, Mike. And, uh, Healy, if you have, do you have to go? Do you have to do anything? Yeah. Yeah, if you got to go, <laughs> say, say your goodbyes. Say your goodbyes. I know you had to go. So say your goodbyes. Give your... Give your final. We'll stay on here for a minute with you guys. Um, yeah. Give your final. Give me. Give me two or three guys you know will be in your lineup this week. Oh shit. Well, I'll 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 leave it with this. My favorite value quarterback. I didn't even get an opportunity to speak on this week, so you'll have to read my article that comes out tomorrow Fucking at Four Deep. Fourdeep.com. Um, Go there. VIP twenty twenty percent off. Fuck you guys. Sounds Sign good. All right, fellas. Man. Great show. Good well, yo, you got to give us two guys from the list that you're going to have in your lineup. We need one or two guys. Oh, Jesus. I'm the man of the people. <laughs> they think I hate the people because I make them pay for shit. I make them pay for shit so that we can provide all this content. I got to pay Mike and Brock and everyone and Healy. But <laughs> yeah, I'm so... making sure Healy gives you two guys. Go. <sighs> Wandell Robinson. Okay. Obviously. That's fucking <laughs> horrible. Bre- horrible. Breeze Hall. Okay. Yeah, we knew that. Okay. Good job, Haley. Go, go go sign up for Deep. Get his article. Get out of here. There All you right. go. Later, guys. Me, go, me goes and Constantino. I'll keep you busy for a minute. That's here. fucking amazing. Go. He's an idiot. That's amazing. Those are amazing. Can I give you my three? Uh, yes, I would love to. All right, my three. And pay attention because Goat was the one in the running for fucking 100 uh, Keep in mind, we make fun of Goat. But like I said, Constantino, the thing about this, the reason I'm going A-chain and Moster. Re- yeah, you are good. I'll give you that. You're good. You're retarded, but you're good. Oh. Um, the reason I'm going one lineup A-chain Mostert and one lineup B. John Henry is because, Mike, we see it all the time. The fucking craziest shit wins, right? Like the shit you don't th- – I guess everyone's on it. There's so many shows. There's so many. We're not the only site in town. There's great sites all over the place doing this. There's great shows on TV. The edge isn't gigantic like it used to be, um, but – you got to get a little fucking weird. Like, even the UFC, Mike, you see, you're the best UFC guy. You see this shit all the time. Where in UFC, like, why would the fuck is on that guy, right? Kurt won a qualifier in UFC just button clicking, right? Yeah, so you got to you got to get off the yeah. thing that makes the most sense. There's the never little. been I, I, I have a segue for that. Like, yeah. basically, on what you're saying, and and you're, you're a thousand percent right. And Tommy taught me, like, game theory and different things. And one of the things that I kind of a little got away from, and I hear us here getting away from it too. Like when you really think back to like the, the $4,000 running back that everybody owns is the chalk. You get way more value and leverage to not play that guy. And right. unfortunately here in this group, and I don't mean it a bad thing, because we're sharp. better. No, but I hear you guys saying, well, I'm that Robinson. Well, I'm that, like that's somebody who I don't want to play now. I, I agree really with you. You know what? I agree with you. 30%, but it's nine points. I remember doing this, Tommy. I swear it's like deja vu. I remember us having this conversation on this show last year in a Kansas City game. We had Wendell Robinson. Like, I just took oh, Wendell Robinson out right now stuff. on that comment. You're like, right. yeah, everybody I just like took him out right now. People that are on that. Yeah, that's where I was. Tommy go. G from the New York Post. Tommy G from the documentary. Tommy G was won eight hundred thousand dollars in a month twice. Wouldn't be playing Wendell Robinson. And that's but the Tommy the G that is, taught me game theory and right, how to but play. But the problem is when yes. you the, the more yes. you start because I didn't do analytics and shit back then when I was winning all my money. The problem is once you start doing too much analytics, you fall in line with the herd and you don't capitalize. So last week I loved the CMC Diggs and Josh Allen stack. It was obvious. I was a fucking genius. That went, but no one played it. It would no, it was me yeah. and granted Tank Dell scored nothing. 
And who was my other running? There was some other running back that shit the fucking bed at like 5K. It wasn't Swift. It was someone else. But if either Ford. of those guys Ford. did any. No, Ford. It, wasn't Ford. it wasn't Ford. It was, uh, I forget who it was. It was, but if either of those guys did even 15, I was like 15 points away from 20 grand. Sean like, Williams, he was popular last no, week. No, it wasn't. I forget. Can it I give my three now, Tommy? Hold on. You'll get it in a minute. But okay. the bottom line is that I, the smarter you get, the less money you make in DFS a lot of times. That's what happened. I started getting heavy into the analytics and I started finding I regretted not being crazy, not taking chances. So I'm going back to it. I went back to it last week. I cashed. I went back to it the week before. I cashed, double, triple my money both weeks. And I'm doing it this week with the A-Chain Mostert combo and the fucking Bijan Derrick Henry combo. What but about I know, I know the right play is Brees Hall Montgomery. But that goes back to contest entry as well, Tom. No, no, because the way I made all my money, the way I made all my money in You're DFS heads up was playing. No, no, no. And and listen, heads up, fuck heads up. That's I, I get it. I get listen, it. Here's the thing. Saying. I'm not for heads up. I'm not for 50-50. Here's fuck why. Up. Play a prop. If you're looking to go and get an even money chance, go fuck. take your favorite fuck prop. Yeah. Fuck you yeah, have I agree. gambling opportunity. Why would you play head-to-heads and 50-50? I get people do it. It's fine. But for me, um, go take the fu- your favorite prop over for even money if you're going to do that. I'm playing a, DFS to fucking win, dude. I'm not in here to fucking double my money. I'm going to bet if I'm doubling my money. I'm in here to fucking win. And the bottom line right now is the industry is much sharper than it used to be. So it pays off even more to put in a lineup like Goat put in last week, which had some crazy shit in it. But you're not trying to win every week. You're trying to win one. Right now, the lineups this week are Miami running back stack and Bijan Henry. If you're putting three lineups, you do one with that, you do one with B. John Henry, and then you do one with the Montgomery Brees Hall. But Montgomery Brees Hall at fucking 80% combined is not winning you shit. And if Brees Hall goes six for 30 like he's been, you're fucked. Like, there's so many good plays across the board right now this week. This is one of my favorite DFS weeks ever, even at quarterback. Why would it's either Lamar? Or you're going to Dobbs, Zach Wilson, or Stafford. You're either going all the way down to 5K or you're going all the way up. I mean, that's why I'm not even looking at Hurts. I'm not looking at Mahomes. I'm not. Richardson's fine because he's overpriced. He's going to be on their own. But there's so many good, there's so many ways to build sexy lineups this week, Mike. I think the three lineups is what I'm building. I'm probably going to go a little heavier than I've been. I haven't been playing as much DFS like because this week's sexy as fuck, dude. Build one chalk line. I told you last week. What did I tell you last week? It's on this fucking show. It's on recorded. I'm fading that San Diego game, the Charger game, LA, whatever the fuck they are. Fading it because there's too many people who could do And what happens? Keenan Allen shits the bed. This person shits the bed. That costs Trevor, right? Say that again. You broke up. The, 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 charge, the Charger game. Like, I was fading it. Oh, dude. I'm like, I'm fading it because it's a 50-point total. But there's so many options. Like, this Minnesota game, you don't need a piece of this. You don't need a piece of it. I'm telling you. Jefferson's 9K. If he goes for 30, he 3X'd. That's not going to kill you. Madison's got Cam Akers there. He's probably not going to kill you. Cousins, not going to kill you. Mahomes in this game, yeah, he's he's awesome. He's probably going to 3X. Any 3X isn't going to kill you. If Mahomes goes for fucking... 303 with 20 rushing yards. You score 27 points. Not going to kill you. Kelsey's fucking 7,200. Not going to kill you. The wide receivers, Sky Moore, Tony, 
Rice, they're not going to be high owned. Not going to. You can fade the whole fucking game, guys. Everyone's going to attack the 52 game. There's no obvious play in this game. There's extreme obvious plays in the Jet game. Brees Hall, Garrett Wilson. There's extreme obvious plays in some of these games that you know are going to go off if anything happens right. Stop just running to the 53 totals and getting all the guys in there that are going to be 24% owned. Play the things you know are going to happen. Yes. Yeah, so, Tommy, Paul and Boats, I hope you're a hot chick because I love addressing hot chicks better than ugly men. But so I want to talk three and five entry max. So a lot of it's diversified. Most week, most weeks are diversifying. Last week, because I thought, and as did Tommy, I didn't even see Tommy's article till I spoke to him after lineups were set. That's right. Sam, when then, you told me you were all in Josh Allen, I'm like, did you read my article? I wrote like a whole page on it. No, I didn't. But that was a specific case where I personally felt there was a, he had a huge, huge, huge upside over anyone else on the slate. But typically I diversified my three lineups. Um, I play the three entry 150 max every week. I, I diversify my lineups. But if I do feel a player or two has that edge, I will play them in two lineups usually. I thought Allen's was so big. I was all in on all three of my lineups with Allen this week. That doesn't the, ha- happen. The article, the article that I wrote last week was basically stating that you have the perfect situation to go up to Josh Allen. None of the other high-priced quarterbacks are. That was locked. a good call. That was a great call. They're, they're, well, and it wasn't even. It wasn't even if you. And I'm not trying to fucking toot my own horn here, but I love. That was awesome call. But it was literally. It was a page. I wrote a page on Josh Allen. A whole page on it. Because the reality of the situation, there's times when you need to strike in DFS. And that was the time. Uh, I'm going to read it right here. A lot of people will be taking chances on quarterback this week. Hurts is a huge blowout game. Mahomes is off the slate. Lamar has a bad matchup. Tua struggled versus the Bills. Cousins is in a game where they, uh, where they win and are facing a team allowing 140 yards per game on the ground so they could run. That leaves Herbert as the other option, and he's in a great spot. But give, give me Allen. So it was a timing thing. Right, it was the right time to pay up for quarterback because I didn't have much shit to worry about, and everyone's going to look at it this week as this is a, this is a six K running back week, right? Everyone's paying six K for their running backs. This is the time to go Bijan Henry because everyone. How do you about Henry though on the road against the Colts? I mean, I'm with you on the, Dude, the, the, the um, strategy of it, but like I just don't know if that's the why. spot for Henry this week. Yeah, that's why. Because listen, it, listen, doesn't matter who Henry's playing, right? Like he can go a buck fifty. And yeah, I mean he's that good. Yeah, right. And he's probably going to be like Keely said, nine percent. He's not going to be nine percent. There's no one paying for. He's going to be three percent. No one's putting Denver tight. We didn't even mention him in the game. Did anyone even mention him? No, we didn't even mention him. I looked at him and I saw Right, he's going to be 3% much. owned right in your single it, like, 2% right owned, yeah. right? Here, yeah. and right. I mean, listen, Trevor, this is where Tommy nails shit because he's right. And and again, I, w- I don't want to gloss over what we were talking about earlier. It's the game theory, right? Like, it's just you can't play these, like, 30% owned Wendell Robinsons and Josh Kelly's. Like, have yeah, they're such fine. an edge to do what Tommy's saying and fade the Josh Kelly of last week, the Wondell Robinson of this the week. Keenan Allen last week, the Olave last week. Who's like, a good fucking player year over year over year. How many weeks back. in a row yeah. are people going to walk into a DFS weekend and say, my, like, you know, I know what the perfect lineup is. The perfect lineup is Brees Hall, Montgomery, blah, blah, blah. Right? Something's going to happen. And everybody like, thinks like that, though. And Sometimes everyone's on it. 
Bijan, every go watch 40 other shows. Everyone's gonna lead the show saying Bijan Robinson's a superstar with an insane ceiling. Atlanta's favored. This is good game flow. Houston plays at a high pace. We love Bijan. They're not paying 7700 They're going to put him in their lineup today. But what's going to happen come Sunday, they're going to drop that down to a Brees Hall. They're going to drop that down to a Pacheco to save some money. And Bijan's going to come in at 6%. Henry ain't coming in anywhere this week. When you have a lot of plentiful value between 5500 and 6500 at running back, who the fuck's paying 7500 for Henry? No one. And guess what? His worst-case scenario is what? 80 and a touch? You know, he gets you 14. His worst-case you... is like 70 and no touchdown. Yeah, he gets you 14. You know, he does that know, every 10, once in a while. Right, every once in a while. But here's his game logs versus the Colts. 22 carries, 114 yards, a touchdown, three catches, 33 yards last year. 30 carries, 128 yards, three catches, 10 yards last year. You go give me 140 and two touchdowns out of Henry in this spot at 5%. And you give me 100 rushing and 60 receiving with two touchdowns potentially out of Bijan. No one's going to have it. Healy just said 1,000 people in a tournament, zero people will have the Bijan Henry. You can't just play one of them. got to play both. So take one lineup, Bijan Henry, one lineup, Miami running back stack, one lineup, Montgomery, Brees Hall. That way you got three different weapons you're going at it with. You got your chalk, you got your Miami crazy kind of fun. Well, let's do it right now, Tommy. Let's do it right now. I'm building a lineup. I'm starting with Bijan Robinson. Let's see like how the prices fall. Uh, Let's build it together. I'll build it right now. It's easy. All right. Yeah, let's do it together. So I'm starting right now with Robinson and Henry. And we have 49.71 remaining per average player. I think what we should do from here. Okay. So here, so let me let me just let me just let me. Walk, and I'm not trying to cut you off. I'm not trying to say it. But this is what I'm. I'm going to give you my exact process. Oh that my! I did when I made all God the money in, in DFS. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do when you put Bijan Henry and Der- Bijan Robinson and Derek Henry into your lineup, first thing you're thinking is, okay, there's two things that just happened here. One, I have to find some value, right? Two, I can play some chalk because I'm always looking at it from two different perspectives. One, money. Two, I don't want to have chalk guys all across because my two running backs are 8% and 8% or 5% and 4% at positions that are going to be 35% and 35%. I First thing I do is I go take Wandale Robinson right now and I stick him in my lineup. Whether I like it or not, I go take that 50-40% chalk. It doesn't matter. Because I'm so contrarian at running back. That's number one. I also know right now I go to defense. Because that what happens is when you put this in, you look at that 4,900 per player, and it scares the shit out of you. Right? Now you put Wandell in. Boom. 3K. Eat the chalk there. Don't care. Give me nine. I don't care if he fucking scores nine or 50. I go have to my that. Shut up. Go to my defense. I no, I need I to get a cheaper defense. Go Saints. put the Jets. Go put the – shut up. Go put the Jets in. 3,100. <laughs> Now I'm going to go to quarterback, okay? Because I overspent at running back, I want to make sure I go down at quarterback. The reason I could do it this week is because there's a lot of 5K quarterbacks. So my options are Dobbs. We talked about Stroud. We talked about Stafford. And we talked about Zach Wilson. Mike, pick one. I, I, I'm doing what you're saying, but instead of putting Wandell Robinson, I put in Dobbs and Michael Wilson as well, my Well, that's staff. fine. Yeah, as long as yeah. it's cheap, that's fine. Yeah, See yeah. what I'm I want, though, 
I wanted the to reason I'm not learn. doing that. The reason I'm not doing that is because if Wandell Robinson goes off for 20, you're fucked, right? And you just killed the contrarian running back spot. So you want chalk. You want cheap chalk because you're taking a huge risk at running back with low-owned, high-priced guys. So if the chalk goes off, I want a piece of that. You don't want to avoid it. You don't want 2% up and down. So I want to kind of cross that position off. My goal this week, if That's I build this, job. I don't. my goal this week would be to play Bijan and Henry versus any two running backs you have, right? So even if you got Montgomery and Hall, I want that. I got the two best running backs. I'm glad you're so, coming around on Bijan because you mocked right, no, me for drafting no, him high I in mocked you for drafting him fifth overall. I, I knew he would be a star. But what I'm telling you is I don't want – my goal is to block out the other six positions and go two-on-two two versus everyone. So at quarterback, I got to go down. What are we going, Dobbs, Mike? I, I put Dobbs. Why don't we do this? I put Dobbs and Wilson. Why don't you pick a different pairing so we can see two different versions of our theory? Zero chase. Now you can't go up. See that you, you got to save money. We're at fifty-seven hundred a player. No, and we're gonna no, need we another. Don't. I have the lineup. I'm not about, playing Burrow. What about, Burrow? Stroud, oh, what about Stroud and Nico Collins or Stroud and Dell or Burrow, Chase or or you can go. Uh, okay. I hate to say it. Right. Take out your brief ball play and put fucking Zach Wilson and Garrett Wilson. I mean. All right, I'm going to go Zach and Garrett, okay? So we're going to go Zach Wilson. No one's playing that. Henry Robinson. Shut up, Trevor. Go build a fucking lineup. Shut up. All right, so we're going to go Zach Wilson, Garrett Wilson. All right. Now right here with Zach, Bijan, Henry, Wandell, Garrett Wilson, and the Jets D. We got to take the Jets D out now because we need scoring if we're going to get that combo to go off. So give me a defense that you guys like. What would you say, Trev? New Orleans. What's their price? Three grand. All right, we can do that. All right, let's do Saints. I don't hate that. All right, so we're going to go Saints D. We're going to put Laporta at tight end because I'm not doing a single lineup without him. Now we got Laporta at tight end. We got Zach Wilson, Bijan, Henry, uh, Wandell, Garrett Wilson, Laporta, and the Saints. We got 6500 per player. We're fine. Anything. You can go anywhere at that we can go and We can go up to fucking Justin Jefferson if we want right here. And we still got a thirty-five hundred dollar flex. We talked. About I still go Pittman. Love Pittman. Go Pittman. No, no, you're not building this lineup. I'm building this lineup. How I you can't give it. a suggestion. No, no. Well, that's Tommy, I, go, being what we're going to do. The being that you went the passing element, I used Brees Hall and the Jets D in my lineup, so we could see the you know. All right. Yeah. No. That's fine. Yeah. You're yeah. going. You're either going Brees and the Jets D, or you're going Zach and Garrett, and hoping we get a little bit of action on the Denver side of the ball. But I'm not going to play a Denver player. Everyone always thinks you need to bring it back with someone. Why, dude? This bring back correlation shit is bullshit, dude. That Stafford argument that we had, you'll see next week. Tune in next week. I'll be right. Because the bottom line is, everyone will say, "Oh, you got to pair your quarterback." Why? Not if you don't fucking know. I'm not going to tank my lineup to come in You're first in a GPP. Yes, the fucking person who comes in first in the GPP is probably going to guess right on Stafford and his wide receiver. You don't fucking know. You have no fucking idea if Puka, Cup, Higby, Kyron, or Tutu is going to be the number one. Yes, the guy who wins the million is going to get it right. But you don't fucking know. So why would I take that choice? I know Stafford has a shit ton of weapons. And I know he's going to fucking throw for 302 this week. Just take him. You don't need to play to win the whole fucking thing. It's fine. Not on this. I mean, Tommy, even on this slate, how can you make it? Stafford's a fantastic play. I mean, I'm going to figure out a bet. I'm actually putting Stafford on this lineup naked. Like, I don't have a problem with him, but I don't I mean, guys, the bottom line is at the end of the day, the fucking where the points came from don't matter. 
No, but if fair. I'm, this if is I'm how playing I Stafford at 5,600, I can guarantee myself 20 points out of my quarterback. He's getting 20 this week. And he if threw for 319, he threw, uh, listen, that's fine. Richardson's 7K. So I don't look at it as Stafford. Like last week when I told everyone I'm jamming in Diggs, CMC, and Allen in my article. Everyone's first response that responded to me, I got two DMs and I got a bunch of tech. Oh, we're well, going to have to pay shit everywhere else. Who cares? I'm locking it 150, 160. Like, who gives a fuck? I'm not playing CMC. I'm playing CMC in the other back versus your two back. My lineup is complete. Okay, so I'm playing Stafford naked in this one. That gives me 4,300 in the flex. And we're going to go. I'm not even going to play. I'm going to let you guys play it because there's going to be 100 of this lineup. Uh, we have Beckham, we have uh, Slayton. I mean, here I can go Higby, actually. I'm going to go Higby. I'm going to pair it. So we're going to go Higby. Mike, you like Higby, right? I like. I love Higby this week. Yeah, so we'll go Higby, and then in a flex, we got 5,200. I don't think we're going to find anyone better than Laporta. Pickens is interesting, but we're going Laporta. There's your double tight end Stafford lineup. Stafford, Robinson, Henry, Wondell Robinson, Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, Higby, Laporta, Saints. Now, here's the f- next thing I do. Well, what about mine? What about mine? All right, we're going to go to that. I'm just well, explaining. Why don't we them side by side? Okay, well, uh, I'm just. We use the same theory. Because I'm explaining how I know if this article's fine. You're Tom explaining? Yes. So the first thing I want to do if I'm putting this in a GPP, can every one of these players get to 20? The first thing I need to know can they get to 20? Can Stafford get to 20? Yes. Bijan Henry, yes. Can Wandell Robinson at 3K get to 20? Tough. But he's the I mean, it was five for 40 last week. Guys, but here's the thing too, Tommy. You don't need everybody to, right? No, 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 no. Trust guys, guys, listen. Don't break in here. You do. You do. I'm telling you how to win GPPs. I'm telling you how. I qualify for 37 live finals. I'm telling you how to win a GPP. You have to. You cannot play Parham. You cannot play guys who get to fall in the end zone you have to have 20 point upside of every single player in your lineup you cannot have a guy who can only get to eight can wandell robinson get into the end zone and can he break six for 60 or four for 70 can that happen anything's possible but right which would make him the one guy i may replace Garrett Wilson, easy. But, but doesn't it can't, let me ask some questions. I'm not dominating. I don't want to no, no, no. but but at three thousand, though, is what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. Everybody needs no. to get twenty, but he might be the piece that unlocks all the big wigs. But and at three thousand, I mean, you might only need the twelve to fifteen. That's, that has been the consensus strategy that everything everyone is doing wrong, because the reality of the situation is you're playing. If you're playing to win the million, if you're playing to win a live final seat, if you're playing to come in first. You have to, because ha- you know some people are going to fail. If you got a guy who's got a, well, how many three thousand dollar players are, are you know projected to hit twenty? I'm saying it's. A, but at, but guess what? If guy. you don't play, he has to be able to get there, or I'm fading him. Because the bottom line is, I would rather come down off my defense from New Orleans to a defense that's going to score nothing, because any defense could score twenty. They get fucking a punt return and a fucking run back, and they could score twenty. Any, fucking every retarded defense can score twenty. But if he can't score 20, I'm not eating chalk. I'm not eating anything. Because I'll let you get your eight. I'll, if let, Let's say last week, Parham, right, who I didn't like and we argued a little bit about. Let's say the tight end. For, I'm never playing him, ever. Because if he falls into the end zone, he's getting 12. I'd rather play Kyle Pitts in a heartbeat. 
I'd rather play someone who can score zero but can get up to 20. If you can't score 20 and you hit your floor, you might score three or four. So if Wandell can only get to nine, 10, never playing him. I want to play a guy with a 10 point ceiling because he's 3K. So why are you playing Wandell here? I am because I think he can get to 20. I really do. I think he's actually the number one wide receiver on the Giants. We hit him live uh, on the Twitter last week. He's just coming back. I really think he's a seven for 70, seven for 80 guy with upside. I really do. Yeah, I think I mean, he's good. Take a handoff in on the goal line too. They run those little gadget plays with him. He'll get, he'll get touches all over the field, and he, and he's talented. He's fast. He's good. And if it's not, as, I think he can get there. Chase, yeah. obviously, Higby's the one I'm worried about because I don't know if Higby's. I know it's a nice pairing with Stafford, but I guess he can, right? Like, is Higby gonna even with the touchdown at six? You need 14. Is Higby seven for 70? I mean, and a he, touch. He, he traditionally goes for seven and seven. Like he gets he a lot get of there, right? A lot of tar- and this is the week to do it against the Eagles, right? Right. That's the. If it wasn't the Eagles, I wouldn't touch it. But because it's the Eagles, I, I could see him. And you know, the pairing will get me there. Laporta can get there, and the Saints D N E D can get there. So my whole lineup can get to twenty. Yeah. So look at this, um, Higby. Right. He didn't score a touchdown yet this year, right? But in his last two games, he got eleven and twelve, and that's without a touchdown. Yeah, so, and that's fine. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't love that Cooper Cup's back, right? That's not going to help him. If anything, it's going to hurt him a little. But listen, I'd probably, if I'm building this lineup, I'm taking I'm taking him out. I don't like it. I just don't like the upside this week. I, and I know I'm playing Stafford. I don't like it. I don't need a pairing with Stafford. Because at the end of the week, it doesn't matter where the points came from. I believe in my heart that if Stafford goes for 350, we're going to see 70 from Cup on a limited snap count. We're going to see 80, 90, maybe 100 from Koopa, uh, Puka. We're going to see 60 from 2-2. We're going to see Higby have a nice game and get 50-60. We're going to see Kyron get 50-60. Does anyone – does that sound crazy, anything I just said? Yeah, playing Stafford naked. Well, okay, but who are you pairing him with? I'm not pairing him. I'm pairing him on the fucking bench next to Ritter. Okay, exactly. but I mean, the guy's throwing for 300 yards a game, and he's in a great game. Yeah, he's getting 17 points. He's, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely not with you on the Stafford one. Okay, why don't, we do, why don't we do a Stafford bet? You build a lineup with your Bijan Henry starting point. Let's do a Stafford bet. I'll like. take the 17 and a half on Stafford. No, I mean, Tommy, that's not really I'll take 20. I'll take 20. I mean, 20's yeah. value. That's that's more than 3X. Uh, yeah. No, but, I mean, I'll let you play him naked, and I'll play another quarterback. I'm gonna, okay, who? Let's do it. I, I'll not look. Dobbs though, because we're both on Dobbs. Give me another quarterback. I'll give you up. I'll give you up to fifty nine hundred. So you can play Daniel Jones, who's higher priced. No, but keep in mind you're also picking a game with a fifty total. I mean, like you know, you're not doing nothing crazy. I'm just saying, like naked, in my opinion. And I'm getting uh, all the passing yards from the Rams. I'll come up with something. We'll bet. Come on, right now. Oh, let me read my team. I mean, Daniel Jones, you like? my team. I'll play. How about this? The team you're building now with Stafford versus a team that I build, and they must have Bijan Robinson, Derrick Henry, Sam Laporta, and Wondell Robinson. Will be the same on four plays. You take Stafford. Okay, all right. And I'll build. Right. The team you can't build Dobbs though because I like Dobbs. But that's my quarterback. That's why I'm, 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 I'm making this difference. My number one play. Oh, come on. So you got to go to you got to go to your other. No, but that's my but that's my argument though is you don't need to play a naked staff. I brought up Dobbs. No one even brought him up. I was four. I, mean, I was raising game. my hand to go first because I wanted to go first for that reason. But you're right. I mean, you did right. say it first, we but you went for it. Right. I go third on every game breakdown, so it's not much for me to okay. say. But I did raise my hand on that one because I love the Arizona pieces. But while he's off, I'm going to read my team now. So 
We were the same on Bijan Robinson, Derrick Henry, Wandell Robinson, and Sam Laporta. That's our core that we agreed upon. But then what I surrounded it with, I did a stack with Dobbs and Michael Wilson, who did score 20 plus. Oh, I'll, play, I'll play this team. Yeah, that's that's a terrible decision. Yeah. Okay. I'll play then I, I have um, Justin Jefferson. I have Reese Wall and the Jets D. So. Okay. I like that. I'll play that team. Yeah. Okay. Smith or Pittman? What do you got over there, Trevor? I'm 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 teetering teeter tay tay teeter uh Dobbs Henry Robinson Chase Pittman Robinson Laporta Pitts Saints D. Uh, what is that? What is there? I lost there. Don't lose I me. I lost Dobbs that. Henry Robinson Chase Pittman Robinson Laporta Pitts Saints D. But I got a thousand to play with, so I'm looking. I'm looking. What are you thinking, Trev? I don't know. Get rid of fucking um, Pitts. That's, I'm, I'm looking. I'm looking at Smith. He is the Pitts. I know Wilson or Wilson or Smith. So I think I don't Smith Wilson. Smith? Yeah. I mean, who's your round table tonight, Thomas? Yes, I listen. I hosted it. Oh. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that's right. You did say you loved Devonta Smith. That's right. Just because it's his turn. Sorry, it's his turn. You said that about somebody else last week or the week before in a hit. I forget who it was, but you nailed it. Um, I think it was like two weeks ago. You said the same thing. You know what's funny? You were right. Playing in my lineup here. Who Devonta? It's his turn. And Pitts. I I like. I like. Well, here's a a question. Actually, ready? So AJ Brown is the play against man coverage, and Devonta Smith is the play against zone coverage. I don't know the answer without looking. But what defense does the Rams predominantly play? And that'll unlock it because I mean that's I don't how. Know, but I got I got my lineup. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that, Mike. I'd have to look. Let's Google it. Ready, okay. Mike? You ready? This is yeah. the. Uh, is anyone writing this down? We're gonna get off in a minute. We'll go screenshot it. Screenshot it. I'll, um, can I write it on my Zach Wilson? All card? right, here, guys. Rams are zone he- zone coverage heavy, so I mean the Smith play is a good play. Yeah, Smith played the zone more than. This lineup's fucking insane. Is Stafford still in it? Mm-hmm. Huh. And no pairing. Naked. I'm playing you naked. Um, Stafford, Robinson, Henry, Wandell Punt, Garrett Wilson, Jamar Chase, Laporta. We're going Tank Dell, Upside, and Titans D. I kill you. My lineup smashes you. No way you beat me. No way. I don't think I'm people not, are going to play. I, I still refuse that. to believe that. I mean, Tank Dell scored 20 and 28 two of the last three weeks, then threw up a zero. Easy 20 upside there. Wondell, we talked about Henry with the Titans D correlation, obviously. And the Titans D actually, shockingly, three sacks, three sacks, three sacks, four sacks. In the last I have them in one of my lineups, Titans D. They were correlated there, and they're 2,400. Yeah, but aren't they also, guys, here's the thing, though, too. He only said they're the highest-owned, chalkiest defense. Great. Doesn't awesome. that make you want to get off them? No, no, I want to cross that position out. I actually yeah. like playing. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Just, just get me. Don't kill me on defense. I want to cross that position out. So it's such a wild card, right? I'm fine with chalk. Yeah, twenty four hundred. Like, dude, defense is like, it shouldn't be there. So for me, whatever makes my lineup work, it's fucking random. Defense is retarded, but I'm playing. It makes sense for my lineup though because I have Henry. All these other people playing the Titans D don't have Henry. So if the chalk D goes off, right, let's say this is why I like 
the correlation on this part. If the chalk D goes off, and let's say the Titans score 20, Mike, right? Sack fumble, five sacks, a pick. What's Derrick Henry going to do if they're up 18? He's going to go the fuck off, yeah, right? Yeah, that's so why if I the like chalk the D goes off, I'm at an edge because I'm capitalizing on that because I have Henry who's going to be up 15, 20 points in that game. If the I chalk love, D flops, yeah, if the chalk D flops, you know, who gives a fuck? But no, there's a uh, the, honestly this Wandell Robbins, just the fact that everybody's on him. I, I know, mean, I know I we're doing it for the novelty I'm of really... our lineup here and our like you know the build, but like in my main lineups, I'm not gonna be on him just because yeah. of, neither. neither. I'm with you, I'm with you guys. I have one lineup with him. One lineup this this lineup will be the only lineup. I'm playing three lineups. This will be the only lineup I play him on because I'm so contrarian at Stafford naked, contrarian at Bijan, contrarian at Henry. Um Chase is probably even contrarian in this. He spot. is. That's why I liked him so much. Yeah, Tank Dell's probably going to – they could tell it. me Tank Dell's coming at 18%. He's not after – like I told you with McCaffrey last week when they were like, ah, McCaffrey's coming in at 40%. No, he's not, dude. No, he's not. They'll all pull off, come closer to kick. Everyone's going to go up. What about a touchdown week for Hopkins? Who the fuck is really in a single-entry tournament going up to I – mean, you could play Nico Collins, who went – absolutely fucking batshit last week and it's done it multiple times in the season so far the first two weeks of the season he was the number one guy you can play nico collins at 5600 or tank dell who just shit all over himself down his leg last week for 48 who the fuck's not paying up for nico i don't buy it i think nico's higher nico should have more too i don't know if you saw that they they, um i agree people aren't gonna pull on that there's no way they're gonna pull on that a lot of good spots this week. I'll tell you. I mean, there's a lot of good spots. I don't. I don't listen. I know you guys all hate the staff. I. I think it's a great, great spot. I mean, it's a fine it spot. is honestly, it's a good spot. But my argument is, you just don't need to play Stafford. You could play the pass catchers, and I know you're saying, "Well, pick one and pick one." But, but then, by that I don't theory, know. Yeah, but by that theory, I'm saying I don't think that like a naked Stafford gets there more than. I hate but so so enough. so here so and I'm with you, Mike. I understand this, and these conversations are good, and not having enough in this industry, right? But I'm not playing Stafford to win because of Stafford, right? He's 5600. I'm playing Stafford to get to 20, 25. If he gets to 25, I'm almost 5x. I'm playing Stafford to get to Bijan and Henry and Chase. So, like, that's the mistake people make, I think, where they try to get 5-6x for all their players. No, Bijan's the risky play at 8,000 when you have Montgomery's and Brees Hall's and shit at six or 5,400 who can equal him. So I'm taking a risk. That's why he's going to be 6% owned. I'm taking a I, risk I, I, on Bijan. I'm taking, I'm taking a risk on Henry, right? Like, people will say Henry's not a risk. Yes, he is. At 7,700? When Brees Hall and guys who are 6K can tie him, that's a risk to pay eight grand for that. So Stafford's not the guy that's going to win me the tournament. Bijan, Henry, guys like that are going to win me the tournament. So but you're ignoring, I don't want to lose you're ignoring it. my because... counterpoint, though. My counterpoint is then wouldn't you rather save $1,000 and play somebody who can even have more upside that's a running quarterback like a Dobbs? Well, um, he's 5600 Where are you going to get to? He's saving $400 for Dobbs. 
Stafford's 56. Let me pull him up. I, I don't even look at him. That's how much I think of Stafford. Dude, you got a guy who's thrown 300. Dude, 300 yards. Is... Put up 17 points on 300 in the 300. Forget, forget the points. Okay. Just I'm, look at I the yards. I about I, all right. So let's project. Oh, let's, project let's project ceiling and floor. So Josh Dobbs, what's the ceiling? And I love Josh Dobbs. I'm probably playing Dobbs on my main lineup. I, I, let's move on from the staff. No, 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 no. Stay I here. Stay here. No this more. is critical. Just tell me yeah. Dobbs is ceiling and floor. I mean, I don't know, 20 as a floor, I think. I mean, it's that good. I Not think. points. Not points. Oh. Volume. Well, what is Dobbs going to do if he goes off? Points. If Dobbs goes off, he's going to throw for what? Okay. I want the ability to answer this question because what he gives you is a built-in floor of four to five points and just rushing yards alone without a touchdown. He if he scored, scores a touchdown, which he's done already, like although it's once, but Tommy, you can't gloss over the 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 ground. Forty-eight yards, fifty-five yards, forty-one yards. That's I recommended him. Four I love it. Five points. Yeah, but I'm saying that's not there with Stafford. So even at even if but it's it does, 12, I'm getting five points. I'm getting points on the bonus, right. Mike. Over three hundred. I'm getting three or four. I mean, three I points. told you he passed for over three hundred three times this year. He got three bonuses and he scored 17, 15, and, and twenty. But if I'm getting, getting those three bonus. bonuses, that's thirty rushing yards. And it's still totaled seventeen points. 15 Forget points the and, points. Okay. Josh Dobbs scored two. All right. Right. Scored two what? In week one, he scored two. Uh, I don't have his thing open, but I, I don't think that's true. That is true. And Stafford never can. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. He scored 2.98. Yeah. He scored two because guess what? His ceiling, he's thrown for 132, 228, 188. All right. I mean, that's a fair argument. So my argument is, would you be shocked, any of you, if this Cincinnati-Arizona game ended 17-13? Yes. I'd be shocked. Shocked? I'd be shocked. Or surprised. I mean, uh, well, probably surprised, on. right? Watch this. I'd be shocked if Stafford ran the ball for 10 plus yards and or finally threw for over 300 yards and got the bonus and scored more than 13 points, 15 points, and 17 points. The reality yeah. of the situation is does it matter where the points come from? If I'm getting three points for 300 yards and you're getting three points for 30 yard rushing, who the fuck? I'd even rather that? Stroud over Stafford. Even pay more. I think I'd pay more for Stroud and put him with like Nico Collins rather than Stafford. I got a fucking drink. I'm around. No, uh, I think no. I think you guys are nuts. I think Stafford's a lock this week in a in a game flow. He's in the one of the best game flow situations of the entire week. Well, he's in a great he's spot in... this week, and I, I don't want okay, to. Okay, so down. let me let me just because this is okay. important here because I think Stafford's going for thirty, and I think no one's going to play him but us. He is in the second highest total game. He's not going for 30. That'll bet. Yeah, he's not going for 30. He's going, he's in the second highest total game on the entire slate. He's not going for 30. He's an underdog at home on the slate. He's going against the Philly defense. He's probably going, who's who's ranked 27th in the NFL. In the past, but you know, let's not. He's getting, he's getting his number one weapon security blanket, the best receiver back this week in a game they should be trailing. And he's already thrown for 300 yards three times out of four. And he's going against I'm the top five. Out. And he's going against his top five run defense in the NFL. I'm all Stafford out. I right, can't even hear his to, name let's anymore. Move this to the Discord so we don't make this a two and a half hour show. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, this is what we do in the Discord all night till like fucking 4 a.m. So get over to four. Or we're notoriously arguing face to face or on the phone. So And then we'll be talking about candy and. 
goat will be yelling at his wife to go get him ice or some shit. But uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. We're going to continue this on over at 4deep.com. Get over to 4deep.com, promo code VIP20. We'll be continuing this and more. Going to be doing Big shows tournaments, D-Cats. And we have, we're giving cards away. We give money away. We give everything away in there. And we skull fuck everything. So we will have our first Mayhem Mansion show um, on Sunday. If you guys want to tune in, check out the State Cash and page. Probably start around 11, 1130. We'll come in here, do some DFS, do some gambling, give some fantasy picks. It'll be fun. We're going to fuck around this week and then go live hardcore. Next week, Mike Constantino, final words. Arizona, man, they're too cheap, not just Dobbs. I'm saying all of them, including James Conner. And for the same reason Tommy's saying Derrick Henry, that I do think that James Conner is an equally good play where I just don't think anybody's going to be on him in that spot. So I like him, and I like all the Arizona pieces. I like Montgomery and Laporta, and those are my final words. Trevor. As always, we get emotional. Let's fucking go! All right, boy, Trevor. Nice job. I'm going to go. I'm going to probably make this bet with Healing Scarface. I wish I brought it up on the show. Uh, all Stafford needs to do to get to 27 points is 325 and two touchdowns. And that happens this week. I can't so, believe you're still talking about fucking Matt Stafford. I'm, I'm all in on Stafford. I can't believe I'm, it. I'm actually all in on Naked Stafford because of you. You fuck. That's me. almost as bad as you telling me that last night you binge watched all the Taylor Swift videos because you're a huge fan. Okay. I've never, I've okay. never, I've never watched Taylor Swift. Wait, time out. Pause game. A headline just came across my MSN. You know, when you open up your computer and it says it. It's I'm a literally message. drinking nothing because I'm dying. Go on. It's a message from LeBron James. <laughs> You know, we, we're joking. Say, I mean, not joking, but like Kelsey, the manufactured thing, Pfizer, Shill, and whatnot, saying to the Kelsey boys, yo, Ohio, you got to get me on your podcast. And now you got like LeBron James, Kelsey, Swift, Pfizer, and kneeling for the national anthem all baked into one. They I'll need more money, that man. That's a disaster. All right. Anyone who wants to make Stafford bets 20 plus DK points, come see me. He will go for it. I'm not doing anybody a fucking favor in a 50 point total. What cup coming back? I mean, say 25, Tommy. Say 30. Then I'll take the bets all day. Come on. If he's going to get much, if he gets 300 yards, okay, watch this. 300 yards is 12 points. Three points. Three. Yeah, three points, but it's 15 right there. So if he gets two touchdowns on top of that, that's eight. That's 23. I'll bet you Stafford over under at 25. That's fair because he's getting 300 plus yards and two That's three touchdowns. fair. 325. Because that's why I'm telling you not to play him. He has no rushing upside. Right. There's nothing there. He can get 300 yards and you still want to bet his total at 20. That's what I'm right. telling you. You're arguing. My point. You're looking for three three and a half X. If he gets gets 20, that's more than three X. It's phenomenal. Tommy's not listening, guys. It's almost four X. I look for X value on my position. Go to your dark web and tell me what they're saying about Matt Stafford. You guys got to look at that dark web. You guys are retarded. If he gets gets 23, four X on his value. This one's from there. Tommy goes, are you just saying random facts? Is Benny still here? Is anyone to shut this down? That was awesome. I don't know. Anyway, let's try. Good luck. Stay cash, motherfucker. Let's go. I don't think it shuts off.